Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Welcome to High on Homegrown on this fine Sunday. I am Mackie from Percy'sGrowing.com and we are on episode eight now. We go for eight weeks. I hope you're all enjoying the show so far. Well, we all are, it's a, it's a load of fun. So let's get the panel, say, say hello everybody. Uh, Monkey, you wanna go first? Hey everybody, it's Monkey. How y'all doing? I'm sitting here in the Southern United States with two hurricanes bearing down on us. Shit. Oh, well, it's nothing more than another day for us. We just, this is what we do, so. But anyway, glad to be here, guys. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, GB, say hi. Hey, hey, how's it going, everybody? Um, GB here from fucking shitty, miserable fucking rain in Ireland. You know? Not as bad as hurricanes, though. No, you want to no, we ha- send you some, man. Oh, no, well, we had, <laughs> we had... Boys, boys, we had a big storm here last week. Storm Ellen, you know, it took down a shitload of trees in my yard again. And, and... I have just been informed we have another storm coming in on Tuesday. So, like, it's like, yay. Oh, but, yeah, you'll find me on Instagram and on Percy's. So, how's it going, people? TG, how's things going for you, man? Oh, they're great. Up here in not-so-hot Saskatchewan anymore, but thank God for that. It was kind of too much for my, my liking. But, uh, yeah, no, everything's good in, in my neighborhood. Um, go Raptors. Big game today. <laughs> And then we got yeah. CN. You want to say hello? Hello, everybody from the cold and miserable middle of the UK. You're awake. Sweet. He's there, everybody. He's there. We're never going to let you get away with that. You know, what? that one episode you missed that one time. Well, you know, I, I had an issue. I had lots of issues, and all the issues came together, and I had to go to sleep. You haven't missed one since, so you, you're getting your ratio back. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. attendance. And because, 95%. because I kick your ass constantly every week at this flipping, uh, what's it, truth or spoof? What can you say, really? <laughs> well, we'll see what happens this week, man. Let's see if you get it this oh, week. Because yeah. I don't even think I know what it is myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun, man. Yeah, man. We'll figure it out together, right? Yeah, all right. So, so let's go on to news and events this week. Cheers, Ali. So what's going on in the world this week? Don't, don't stand up for him, Ali. <laughs> See, I'll tell you, what, I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm not listening to any of you. Like you can just go and do one. So yeah, you got news this week, right? I've got news this week. Yes, it's quite an interesting one as it goes because it kind of crosses crosses the border um, between our royal family and their massive amount of money and uh, the, the geezer that bottles Coca Cola, um, Alki David. Um, it seems that uh, Harry and Meghan have been offered billions by uh, this Alki David geezer to grow weed in their house in California. <laughs> Love it. What? Um, it, well, it's supposed to got a big house, right? Well, you know, this is a three and a half, what is it? Let, let, me, let me look at the thing. Five and a half acre Santa Barbara estate. And it's perfect Ooh. for growing it. So we all know. But, Megan's got a, a cousin in it that's like he, he he breeds it, so you know it's kind of like oh the Markle Sparkle. Yeah, the Markle Sparkle. And I still want to try it. I've heard it's pretty shit. Yeah. Though. 
but yeah, that, yeah, I thought that was quite interesting, actually. The royal family growing weed. Yeah, well, we know Harry loves the fucking oh, weed. Yeah. yeah. And Queen that? Victoria used cannabis to get over menstrual cramps, I think. Did? Yes. Yes, she did. Now, what level of growing are they talking about doing here? You know, we're just talking about a few plants. We're we talking about a hundred. Well, to be honest, if you've got five and a half acres, mate, you're growing like five acres, aren't you, really? <laughs> I, I, that's what I would do. But I mean, is this a, is this a grow or is this a publicity stunt? No, uh, well... That's that's what it is. It's the brand we should have. Yeah, want, really. I'm, I'm I'm guessing it's a bit of both, to be honest. There you go. Yeah, but you'd want us. You'd want a substantial amount of weed, lads. In fairness, if you're going to throw a fucking billion dollars at it, like, <laughs> really, really. You know, that's that's a lot of fucking. That's a big chunk of change. It is. The guy that's doing it is 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 signed with other growers and other companies growing across the world so far, as far as I've read, um, and he's got like land in um, Puerto Rico, three and a half thousand acres, and it's all being used for it. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's... And probably... it's still illegal, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you try and tell that to the three and a half thousand acres full of it. I know it. I know it. Yeah. Seems, seems if your name's there, it's not so illegal. That's true. Yeah. Oh, well, money talks everywhere, boys, doesn't it? Oh, GB, does. you've got news as well. You say that your news isn't so good. I do. I have shitty news for us Europeans. Again. Um, again. Unfortunately, lads, the EU Commission is going to be voting now in a couple of months to see to make CBD a narcotic. <laughs> now, wait a minute. How do you vote to make something a narcotic? It either is or it isn't. It's what they're doing is the preliminary, uh, preliminary conclusion last month for the non-medical um, hemp, natural hemp extracts frequently present in hemp food, food supplements, and cosmetics should be considered narcotics in the EU. Wow. Stakeholders are also also concerned that the Commission of 12 EU states will vote on cannabis and med- medicinal CBD issues at a critical meeting in the UN Commission on, on narcotics drugs. A critical on the meeting because they need to get that awful CBD off the streets. We all know how bad that stuff is. <laughs> it just boggles, doesn't it? Yeah. It just boggles belief. Yeah, but like, do you yes, know what? Do you know yet. what fucking? Do you know what I don't understand? I'm reading the fucking article right underneath it. The last big news that was on this was cannabis tourism could help cities struggling due to COVID-19. <laughs> of course, you know? they always want the money end of it. They don't want the other parts, yeah. but they'll take uh, the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're, they're talking about fucking positive options for cannabis tourism and they, has the way it's increasing Canada. Um, or no, Canada is a particularly popular destination now because of it. So like, yeah. I scoffed at that and said you didn't hear that. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you would scoff because everywhere in Europe, TG, they they talk about the Canadian model as if the Canadian model is the best fucking thing since sliced bread. And then we speak to you, who is in the Canadian fucking market. And we and get then the you real say, information, oh, don't we? Well, exactly. information is never 100%, is it? Keep in mind, I am a very cynical legacy bastard that, you know... <laughs> That's what everybody so, grain, says, all right? Grain of salt. You know, TG, he's just a cynical <laughs> legacy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I am. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah, I, I am, I'm a pretty ideal. And, you know, being involved in, in the industry as long as I have, we everybody knows that it's it's not 
dangerous at all. So for them to come around and, and then start telling us what's good, how to smoke it, what's mm-hmm. regular, like all, you know, like piss off, like, you know, I'm with you, but I, I get why it's regulated because they have There's to money appeal to kind of, t- yeah, very much. And you have to appeal to everybody and, and the money people are generally the, the less, you know, or the more conservative, I guess, type kind of, at least the most vocal that are, I don't know. I'm stoned. So you see, the, I, uh, I, I, I think, the whole legalization of it and to tax it and to do things is such a great idea when you look at like what they've done in Colorado and things like that. But then I look at in Ireland and I'd say, okay, hang on. It's just going to pay and go into the pockets of the fat cats. No, it's not going to benefit us at all, and I, where where it's completely wrong. Sorry, I'm after going off on a tangent. Are you still? Just a small bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty hard to. Yeah. Yeah. Did you what you say, man? Uh, it was also some kind of shitty news. You know, um, you know, we, like we were just talking. It is legal here in Canada, but uh, Ontario provincial police. Oh, sorry, Ontario provincial police announced today, this was on the 21st of August, uh, a bust of which they say was a large-scale cannabis production and distribution network across Canada. So eight people were arrested and they confiscated nearly 2,000 pounds of cannabis. There was hundred over 100,000 plants. They had a bunch of uh, oh. illegal, you know, guns and coke and, you know, all the things that you would typically think of in a, in a large-scale you know, drug dealing operation. Um, so yeah, like even here in Canada, the, it's still the black market is alive and well. And so, so, was it not considered like an unlicensed business? How see, is this? It? Is a, this is the thing. Um, the problem with this is these guys were all licensed medical growers, but they all right. there's a loophole in the uh, in the system where you can have a certain amount of licenses on the same property. Right, and if you're a guy that has say a license for 400 plants or something like that and four other guys or three other guys have that you can grow mm-hmm. 1600 plants per property right which is technically medically legal but obviously you know for the distribution into the uh, legacy market which in the initial change from the old system from the 2001 to 2013 called the, the mmar that was the whole point of of changing it into the MMPR, which is now the ACMPR slash Canada's Act, but it allowed the monopoly to take over, right? Because they were saying that in the old system, the designated growers that were were licensed to grow either for themselves or for other people were growing way too much, and then they were just distributing it into the, the you know the dispensary system. So all this kind of shit does is give the medical system a bad name, you know, a bad name yeah. and it yeah. gives the anti-legalization people even more ammunition. It certainly does, yeah, to, uh, Right? Because the medical system here is actually coming up for debate and uh, amendments oh, no. in the next year. So there's talk of them. There's a lot of people who are saying that they might just fucking get rid of it altogether because yeah. since it's and legal, just go to the store. Yeah, well, that and, <laughs> you know, even, even though medical here is still bullshit, we do get a little bit, you know, we can claim it on our income tax. Uh, so you get a little teeny bit back that way. We do have a little bit better access to, to stuff than the average, you know, legal people. And for people who actually really need this stuff, that's super important. So if, if they just cancel this or or really restrict it, then, you know, the only people that suffer are the people that really fucking need it, like always. So 
Right. Even Amsterdam have got uh, what's it's on. I mean, I know they've been saying it for years, but there, there, there seems to be things going on now to limit the supply of uh, cannabis and stuff to tourists. I did hear about that. Yes. No, but they say that every few yeah, years. Yeah, I know. It's just so they can get loads more tourists in, I reckon. Yeah, exactly. It's because everybody in England is like, oh, you're going to stop us being allowed to go to Amsterdam, man. We've all got to go now. We've oh, I get it. Go. I get it. Get it before it stops. Get it while it's still legal. Uh, and then everybody forgets about it for a couple of years. And then again, they've got to stop the tourists from smoking. It's like, how are they going to enforce that? Imagine all them empty businesses. It's not going to fucking happen, man. We got monkeys uh, news next. Yeah, I was reading an article on this one. It's uh, it was kind of basically again. It shows a lot of the convoluted and twisted attitude toward the government and weed. Uh, because of the pandemic, a Denver-based business was denied federal aid because it is a head shop called Metal Arc 64, and inside of the Metal Arc 64 head shop, they sell CBD products. And because CBD is related to marijuana, this business is not allowed for any at all federal support dollars during the COVID crisis. I'm surprised. Which means, which means that they were denied access to personal protective equipment to stay safe during the crisis. Wow. Okay. That's, well, that's the, that's the ironic part, is it? You know, you're trying to get everybody safe. You're trying to do business correctly. You're trying to be safe. You're trying to get the protective equipment that nobody else has. So you go to the only people who have it, and they tell you, sorry, because you sell CBD, <laughs> you can't have the equipment. I mean, to me, that just kind of just that that's an insult. But at that kind of sense, <laughs> crazy. they're trying to shut the business down and like eliminate the actual owners. <laughs> well, you know, there is an election coming up and there's a lot going on within that. We won't even unpack that part of it. But, you know, that's a lot. But it, to me, that that was just hypocrisy to the nth degree to single this business out because you sell paraphernalia and CBD, so you can't have the money. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's not uncommon. Uh, I mean, the whole coronavirus thing has, has caused a lot of situations with the cannabis industry. Even though they're considered essential workers, they, uh, even the lawyers who do business with the, uh, the legal cannabis industry, they have been denied any kind of aid during the, during the pandemic because, because they have some income from yeah. the marijuana yeah, yeah. industry. And I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a far, far stretch. But any, anybody who has any connection with marijuana at all during this pandemic has been denied any kind of federal aid. How ridiculous and, is that? But at the same time, like Spartan has pointed out in the, uh, on the program, they're essential. They've been deemed essential employees. Yeah. So it's I, medicine. <laughs> it is medicine. But I mean, I, you can tell by the sound of my voice that it just kind of makes me outraged yeah. because, you know, they talk, they talk <laughs> out like of both a, sides of their mouth. It's kind like, of oh. crazy twist to the tone of your voice, like you've lost it a little bit now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, it just kind of makes me go like, what the, who are these people? What are they thinking here? You know, oh, yeah, it's important medicine. But, oh, well, you're not going to help you sell it, though. <laughs> Fuck those guys. It's such a, yeah, like you say, a hypocritical. Like that is hypocritical. I mean, but that's why we're so in Percy's and we, we want you to grow your own anyway, so you don't have to deal with yeah. them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, I thought that was pretty, pretty crazy. I mean, the man has lost 20% of his business and now he has to close his shop because he can't get PPE to run it. Ah, it just makes you know, the cannabis community will support him. And that's the thing with the cannabis community. Everybody they will. wants to help each other out. And if they just know about him having a problem, they'll, well, I they'll think go help. And in that way, the, since this article came out, and you know, now it's out there and people know about it. And I have a feeling you're right. You know, there'll be something mm -hmm. happening here. And this, this guy will end up coming through on the other side of it. But it's not, not because of the, the business 
that should have been saved the way it should have been saved, you know, with the proper channels, government insurances and all that good stuff. It's the cannabis community has got to take care of itself. Yeah. And we always have to do that. Mm-hmm. It's what we do. Oh, you know, one of those checks that was signed by Trump himself. Oh yeah. The ones we had a special order. Yes. <laughs> the ones that took like uh, an extra month to get out. Yes. Those. Yeah, Cause he couldn't remember how oh, to spell his bloody name. Could he? <laughs> <laughs> no, he passed that test. A hundred percent. But anyway, that's what I got, man. Some negative shit today. <laughs> yeah, it was everybody. Everybody had negative stories this week. Oh no, mine was positive. Yeah, it was really positive. The royal family are growing weed. I think that's great. Oh, oh yeah, there, there we go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. You're not feeling very optimistic this week. That's all. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> raining. Hurricanes. Well, we just need coming. to get a little bit higher. We'll be fine. Yeah, hurricanes. We got harvest right. coming, better, in, so that's good. Better so than the other stuff out, uh, that the royals are talking about these days. So. Let's find out who the famous stoner is this week. GB. Now, today, boys and girls, we are going to have a chat about a machine of a man. Uh-huh. Seven times, <laughs> Mr. <Nice>. Olympia. <laughs> oh, he has given birth to a baby. And he even became... <laughs> he has even become governor of California. Yes, I give you Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sweet. Look, look at that picture yeah. there. This is me with there he is, smoking his doobie-doo. I'm yeah. so high oh. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, clones. <laughs> I will be back if I can find my grinder. <laughs> this is some terrible Schwarzenegger. It is it's not a tumor. Oh, right. Well, we will get, get to the chopper. We could do this for hours. Oh, he's going to be Let's try and start right. subject. Oh, we are on subject. Fuck it, man. Well, we got more. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, shh. And here we go. Okay. Now. So, lads, yeah, <laughs> we will start back. Ar- we will go back briefly. Arnold was born in a place called Tal in Austria in the 30th of July in 1947. Um, his pops was a fucking dickhead by all accounts. Um, everything that I've read, he really treated Arnold like a piece of shit because he suspected Arnold was not his son. Really? Yeah, and showed such favoritism to his older brother. Um, I cannot pronounce his older brother's name and I will not try, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. Um, Arnold, when he left um, and he went to America, he just, he cut contact, cut toys with them all together. Never wanted anything to do with his brother or his father again. Kept in contact with his mom. Right. You know? mm-hmm. But um, yeah, never did. And uh, like his brother was killed in a on a motorbike or a car crash and Arnold didn't go to the funeral or nothing, but he paid for his nephew's education and everything and all the way through. So he made sure that he wasn't with it, although he didn't have any contact with the brother. I thought it was pretty cool, but we will go back to his pops being a bit of a dickhead. And we know not only was he um, a dickhead to Arnold, but he was a former Nazi he, he was, was a, a Nazi in Stalingrad. <laughs> he was a dickhead. And not only that, he was a fucking chief of police. A chief dickhead. Mm. No, uh, he <laughs> is definitely 100% a 
not a friend to the podcast. They <laughs> <laughs> right down. If my dad had been super put. Nah, see, I think I'd have run away too. Mm. Yeah, you know, like the, what are they called? The SS police? Yeah. Or are they just are there are there regular Nazi police too? No, but not, I, not, what he was, he was just a normal fucking he this dude was just a normal soldier. Ooh. And um like Arnold Arnold actually fucking he ordered some research and a big investigation into his dad. I think it was just prior to him becoming governor, but to make sure that the dad was never involved in any war crimes. Now he got injured in Stalingrad and was discharged and stuff like that. So he actually, he, he did fight. He did. He was a Nazi as such, but he wasn't involved in any of the gases or any of that, like the, the, the horrendous sides right. of the, the Nazi regime. So that's kind of a bonus, but still a dickhead. Either way, <laughs> yeah. we shall jump up to the 70s. Um, Arnie was already famous in the bodybuilding world. You know, at this stage, like he was after winning Mr. Universe, the amateur and pro, like five times he won and two times he came twice. He was forced to Mr. Olympia seven fucking years in a row. Wow. Like, what a machine. Like, yeah. You know? Seriously. And, and uh, did you say he was the Terminator? He fucking is a machine, man. Seriously, yeah. I'd say if they cut that fucker open, they'd find fucking steel underneath him. Around the time that he was into his bodybuilding, that's when he discovered weed. Like as you, as everyone knows, like who who guess guess who fucking dropped them in it of Tommy all Chong, people yeah. was Tommy Chong mm. was our good friend yeah. I have a great friend oh, of the podcast and Sylvester yeah, yeah. Stallone was like no 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 he didn't no he didn't and Arnie was like yeah yeah, 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 did, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit with Tommy Chong yeah, why would you deny that <laughs> yeah and it was um, he was it was Tommy actually as I was saying he dropped him in it he said that it was when they were he was in the height of his he was the golden boy in the height of his career in the bodybuilding game and he used to go he was one of the healthiest people on the planet. And when he'd smoke a J because he knew it was healthy. You know, that was that was what Tommy said. And then when he was asked about it, he just turned around and went, yeah, he was right. We always had a good time. <laughs> we enjoyed ourselves. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, and then we all know the movies. You know, oh, all of his movies were just classic. Well, we will ask quickly, what was your favourite? I can't do Arnie one. Movie? I can't do one. Man. I can do one easy. This yeah, it's about two, man. Judgment Day, fuck yeah, definitely mm-hmm. Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. I'm 33, so that was like it came out and it was super popular just when I was like a 10 year old fucking kid, mm-hmm. you know, raring for some testosterone shit. And that was, yeah, <laughs> that's the one that still is one of the most badass movies ever. Yes, fucking yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. I have to say, I like Kindergarten Cop. I thought it just oh, showed a full kind that of that comedy. Too, right. you know? It's not a tumor. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Total Recall. But, um, no, he's classic, man. Total Conan, Recall, yeah. Conan. Give these people air. Do you know what? I actually think it was the treated woman that helped in the Exactly. That's that, that was just unbelievable. <laughs> How many people kept yeah. pressing rewind on their videos just to see that again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Again, 10 year old kid, right? <laughs> see that papier mache booby. But no, oh. Conan the Barbarian. If you want to see him in his fucking yeah, yeah. watch, Conan was pretty good. Yeah, True Lies was another good movie. Commando. True Lies, yeah. True Lies was. was... Straight to the top of that geezer's head. Awesome. No. <laughs> the, the chopper. Yeah, like, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then again, lads, we, we are going to jump again, boys, up onto 
Governor Schwarzenegger. Governor Schwarzenegger. Yeah. 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 And now it was, although he didn't really do a whole lot. He didn't Running sign man. Shit. <laughs> yes, Red Eye. Yeah. I fucking forgot about that. that, that <laughs> so, so, too many, too many good ones. Interrupting. Sorry. Yes, you are fucking interrupt, And I keep on losing where I am. You do this to me every Concentrate, week, GB. Yeah. What's going on? It is true. <laughs> to concentrate when you are so stoned. We were doing you governor. Know, it was his words <laughs> <laughs> that broke the taboo. With weed, with both his re, um, Republican and Democratic alike um, in California, and it was uh, he he kind of paved the way along for legislation. He's a big stoner himself, anyway. So like, obviously, he's not going to fucking vote against it. Mm. Uh, and plus, because he's such a big fucking machine, and he's he is just revered by so many across the world. If he comes around and says, "Yeah, I smoke weed, and I've been smoking weed for years and years," and look at me, I am a beast. Mm-hmm. You know, how can anyone turn around and say it is bad for you when you look at so many fucking prime people that are just perfect physical perfection in every way? You look at all the fucking sports stars that are just in the peak of fitness and they all fucking smoke. They all smoke to help them recover from their fucking injuries, from playing games, from just training. Um, it says a lot. But yeah, I, will, I will leave, I will leave us on. Just a small little idea, or not an idea, of just picture this. Arnie is sitting by the pool with a big fat fucking spliff in his mouth, and he's having a chat with Tommy. And Tommy is Tommy is there and he's fucking laughing and going, Yeah, you're you're a bit of a bitch, aren't you, really? And he's like, Give me that boy, give me that bong. <laughs> so he's trying to he's trying to do the iron man. Yardy iron lung and he fucking sucks on it and, and just as he puts it down and blows out, he's just about to pass out and he turns to Tommy and goes, Tommy, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I visioned this earlier on. I was very stoned at that stage because I was actually... Then he pulled, passes out into the pool the... and Tommy Chong has to jump in and save his life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice one, GB. On, on Ernie. Um, yeah. It is something I actually never knew he was a stoner. Oh, until, like, nor did I actually. I've I got seen it and I went, whoa. Schwarzenegger's yeah. fucking awesome. Love that guy. Okay, then lads, we'll move on to uh, the grow guy section. Here we go. This week, we've decided we'll be talking about topping training, uh, low-stress training, and scrogging cannabis plants. Now, this kind of thing tends to be done during the vegetative stage, probably about four weeks after germination. You're a trainer, right, TG? I do a little bit. If anything, I'll do a top. Um, then that's really about it. Sometimes I'll tie, like right now, I have some branches tied down with some paper clips and things like this that I've bent into hooks. But no, I'm, I'm not a big, like, I don't do any of the, the more intense, like, mainlining or scrogging, just because I tend to grow more plants uh, in the tent, so it's more, it's not a, really a sea of green, but it's more like a puddle of green. Puddle, <laughs> you know? like a puddle so, of green. Yeah, I'll manipulate them a little bit just for airflow and, and stuff like that, more so than to really, like, enhance the, the bud sites. So, but yeah, yeah, I definitely do some topping just to, you know, a single a single top coal is nice to look at, but generally they're not very practical because you run into issues with different heights and stuff. And yeah, pruning is just great uh, way to to even out your canopy and stuff. So 
well, yeah, that's that's if anything that that's what I do. I'll just bend to to even stuff out, but not so much to increase productivity. If that makes sense. You always top your plants, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll pretty much always. Yep. Yeah. At least once, sometimes twice, depending depending on the plant. Like some plants, when I top them, and you get the the after the second time, you'll end up with four main stalks, right? Mm -hmm. If the plant doesn't have really strong stems, uh, that can definitely be an issue because you get heavy buds on those thin ass stems and then they wallow yeah. which i don't really like to have to put any stability shit like hang fucking strings from the roof or anything like that to, to hold them up so yeah i tend to try to do as less as possible yeah but still keep them see the i only ever top once yeah because it changes the way the plant grows apparently i read somewhere a long time ago you know oh, yeah. uh, once the main cooler is taken away the hormones in the plant more push the growth out to the side shoots That's instead right, of yeah. that one main cola. So if you do it any more than that, then you're just chopping colas in half, I think. Mm, well, that's actually uh, interesting. I wonder, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Monkey. No, I mean, that. That's. I understand what you're saying there, but I, I think it's a little bit different than that. Um, mm. The hormone is produced in the taproot. I did, a, I did a stupid experiment that failed, and this is how I learned a lot, is you, you play, you try a few things, and you learn. But the apical dominance hormone that keeps the plant with that one main cola is produced in the taproot. And it's made to go up to the highest point in the plant. So when you chop off that main, it moves that hormone out to the two side colors. Now you got two main dominant side colors. And if you chop that again, now you're going to have four main dominant. And you, it's, it's been suggested, at least, that by the time you do the third topping and you're into eight mains you've completely broken all dominance and everything is now on equal footing um i'm not going to say i believe in that because i i've noticed a couple things but for the most part that's the true statement i believe uh let's see i've never really tested it out myself i top once and then i do some training so you right. know sometimes i go into a screen of green yeah i've, I've done mainlining before or manifold it's got a different name you know, right they, well mainline manifold it's cool, it's, two different things. Yeah, yeah same thing yeah, I, and, and that was fun, man. That got I, a decent I've year. The, the multiple topping routine. Hmm. Um, I, I, just as an experiment, I topped a plant about seven times just to see what it would do. It did produce lots of colas, but they were all on little spindly sticks. They were, yes. And most of them fell mm -hmm. over. So yeah. yeah. Now, what I top, I mean, I, uh, I, I grow in an odd-sized tent, and it's a relatively tight space. And I don't particularly like to use silicone because it raises my EC too much. And so I've, I use the old- Try Buddha's tree. I that don't touch the EC, man. <laughs> well, what I'd use, yeah. uh, I just use the tomato, uh, tomato ring, uh, tomato right. cage trick. And I stick that down in around the plant when it's relatively young. And then after I do the, uh, the manifolding, I also leave the two below the manifold intact. And it'll bring me 10 mains straight up that I'll tie into the outer ring. And you know that gives me good support all the way around. And as long as that's in a tent and I don't have to move it, those colas can get pretty heavy. It, it's fine. But when you move it out the tent, I can break those colas sometimes. That's that, that's that's the danger. Yeah, well, it spends uh, more energy building the buds then when it doesn't have to concentrate on building the bigger stems to support them. Right. You know, right. if you can get support for them, then it has more energy to spend building colas, which is the most important thing, obviously. Yeah, but I prefer to do the, uh, the manifold. Yeah, I mean, I've tried, when I first started, yeah. I, did, I did the Christmas tree, you know, don't cut anything, and I tried that, then I did the one, and then I did twice. But eventually, when yeah. I got to doing the three toppings in uh, eight mains, 
don't know, it just worked. And so, I mean, that, that, and that's what everybody, that's what all growers need to figure out is what works for you. Um, yeah, and, yeah, for sure. And that's the only thing I'd go for is figure out what LST or what high, st high stress training or whatever you want to do, but figure out what you need and do that and learn. I will say, like, um, I don't know if anybody's seen my diary on the, the micro grow, but when I do the little six inch pots in the 600 mils of, of soil, I obviously I don't train those at all because I put them right under 12, 12, but, um, yeah, yeah. Like in that sense, you wouldn't, or even in a, in a general sea of green, generally you're not what well, the only training you'd be doing, I guess, would be maybe knocking off the side branching, but in terms of the, the actual topping of the plant itself, you probably wouldn't want to do that just because that's the whole point of a sea of green, right? A whole right. bunch of little plants, Yes. but like monkey, exactly. He said, I mean, it really depends on what, what you have uh, available to you. Like in Canada, for example, most people can only grow four plants. So something like uh, the mainline technique would be amazing for them because you can you can grow a pound like easily with, with four plants if you, if you do it right. Um, and it's so easy to keep everything evenly sized. It yeah, is. exactly. If it's done right, yes, so. mainline really works well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of maintenance, I guess, but it's it, yeah, it's totally worth it. An important thing to consider when when thinking about training too is like even before you you do any of this, the strain you're growing is definitely going to be important because like like for example the the, the little micro grow ones that I mentioned a minute ago those are purple godbud those ones tend to stay even if you were to grow them you know in a in a big pot they're fairly stocky short plants so they they work very well for just a single big cola and I mean if I were to train them. Um, I know that they would be they would work really well if you top them multiple times as well because they like they stay really short and stocky so the stems are fairly thick so they they're able to hold up a lot of weight and they generally don't get very tall so you don't have to deal with like different heights of shit and, and lanky and the lower buds not getting as much light as the top so strain selection is definitely important but um you know when you're thinking about what kind of training you want to do as well but space i think is probably the most deciding factor yeah, I always train. I do, even if it's just a little bit. Always yeah. top, always train. Yeah. Especially when growing indoors. I think when you're growing outdoors, it's it's not necessary to do any of that shit as long as your plant can get some good light. That's right, yeah. You know, but you can get that branch hormone to come out by bending the plant over so the top is underneath the side shoots. I think that's true as well. Sure. You know, like, you know when you have people fully LST the plant by tying down the base and then it's bending it right over, getting them side shoots to get the extra light. Yeah, I think that's the whole, the low part of that. It doesn't, you know, really redirect as much as like topping it would, but it definitely, yeah, puts some of the hormones in, in some of those other branches and, and then they grow. But it don't explosive. look nice, man. That's my problem. It don't look <laughs> nice. When you, when you top the plant, you train out them side shoots, you get it look all symmetrical. And I like symmetry. You know, I like yeah. my plants to be symmetrical. But it doesn't matter if it looks nice once it does the job. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's ugly at the end of the day, but I'll try and make it look pretty. You know, some some training is always done. It's good to try down them side shoots. Try and keep the canopy level, especially when you're growing indoors. You yeah. can do that outdoors, but it's not really necessary. Top it once, maybe, to make the hormone thing happen, you know. But, you know, it's really scary when you're a new grower. You're looking at this plant and you've nursed it up from a seed. Now, all of a sudden, you've got to butcher this thing. You know, they tell you to cut the plant. Half the plant's got to get cut off of it. And Especially when you're mainlining. You yeah. Know? When I mean, you mainline, it's, you grow it to six nodes and then you can top it at the third. Right. You so cut it completely off in half. The plant. And you're going like, oh, my God, what did I just do to my plant? Well, yeah, mm -hmm. you, you slowed it down for a week, but watch what happens.
Because, yeah. you know, after, after it starts growing again, it's going to grow twice as fast. More efficient growth. Yeah, it is. I don't know if you, you can see my picture. That's what I'm kind of going, or I have going in my tent right now. It's a kind of, it's not a main line, but it's, I've topped it once and then I've taken some plant stakes and then I took a couple just twist ties and wrapped them around the branches and I pulled the, the main two branches that would come up um, down, I guess. So then the yeah, secondary so branching uh, right underneath that can, they're basically at the same level now. So instead of the top two branching or top two branches getting all the light and getting focused on and uh, really becoming big and then leaving the other stuff behind, this is kind of going to be more of a bush than a, than a tree, if that makes sense. That's literally what mine get. Yeah. I basically do the same thing, tie them out to a star like that and just leave them. Yeah. And I mean, you'll get, there's the two branches, you'll get four, at least four big ones. And these, I'm not going for very big plants in this. This is kind of just a, an experimental thing. But um, yeah, that, that'll have at least four, probably six to eight, or, uh, you know, same size colas when it's done. So yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's so the way you want. learn is you try something new and see what happens. And it's an it experiment. Is. And if it works, maybe you, mm -hmm. you that stay with that or evolve off of that. But mm. I've never actually grown a cannabis plant without topping it. I did. Well, I, yeah. I did once in the beginning, like I said, but you know, that was, that was the first grow. Oh man, well, we can do a whole show on first grow mistakes. Mm -hmm. oh, I, had, I didn't actually make too many mistakes on me first grow. And that yeah, actually, I had, you, you did the wise thing by signing up to a forum in the first place. And yeah. Experience yeah. yeah. Plus you know, I had your I was on back. growers too scared to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to get on there and expose myself. I was going to make sure that I did. Nobody knew I was going to grow anything. Uh, and it's like a lot of people only jump in and sign up when they have problems, mm. right? You know, that's when they, when they have no other choice, they need help with their plants. They jump in when it's better to get involved in the first place, because we can help you out. But obviously people are always cautious of signing up. That's problem, yeah. then. So we had on the training too. You, I think we were going to talk about scrogging a little bit, weren't we? Yeah. Scrogging yeah. is a beautiful thing. It is actually, I just learned oh. that. I just learned it. It's very addictive. I'll tell where, you that. Where's that, where's that video? Scrogging? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've got yeah. a nice video of a Jack Herrer grow that I did in a yeah. scrog for Jack Herrers from Seedsman, and it was beautiful grow, man. Beautiful. Now you assume that you assume that most people here know what scrog means, but you know we may have some new growers. Oh yeah, right. Uh, don't even know. Yeah, a scrog is it stands for screen of green, and TG mentioned earlier, Ron, that there was a sea of green, and that's oh, yeah. where you have many plants grown for a short amount of time and then flowered. But then a screen of green is when you get a sheet, you know, like a, a grid, a metal grid with squares on or a net. Some people use a net, but a grid's better because it's got more support to it. And then you train a few plants or maybe even just one over a longer period of, t period of time to fill out the screen. And that keeps you a perfect level canopy. So your light can get a nice coverage over the whole tent rather than at the top getting loads of light and then where at the bottom of the plant it's not getting much. It's a great way to grow indoors, but it takes a lot of work, especially when you're going through the stretch stage before you're hitting flower. It, it takes a lot of work, man. But, you can but it's really, worth it. In, yeah, you yeah. can really increase the yield, though, with that thing if it's done mm -hmm. correctly, though. With my scrug I've done before, I hit 23 ounces in a 1.2 meter tent with 600 watt HPS. That's not bad at it's all. Insane. That's yeah. Yeah, really. bad. And kind it all in a week. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, just set fire to it all and dance around it. Like, look at all my weed. <laughs> <laughs> Soon gone. Oh, that's the way it yeah. is. 
<laughs> no, but I was really intimidated by. You know, you get carried but away though. You don't do you? get very carried away smoking you your own stuff. Oh, advanced mm. glyphs, man, they're big. But yeah, you, you, it does look intimidating, and I tell everybody who watches the video and they're like, "Oh my god, man, how you done that?" Really, anybody can do it. You can, yeah. Plant just plants are so easy to mm. grow. You, you just took it over a few days, and we can mm. help you if you come over to us. You know, just ask, man, and we can tell you what to do. And it's a lot easier than you think. Just could be yeah. Well, you started that scrog not long after I started with Percy's, and I remember seeing that scrog video come up, and I was just amazed by it, going like, "There is no way I could ever do something like that." Well, you know, lo and behold, here I am. I asked Mackie to mentor me, show me how to do scrog, and within a month after he's doing his video, I'm in there learning how to do scrog, and I got to tell you, it's not that hard. Yeah. And easy stuff, man. Once you know how to do something, it stops being yeah. hard. No, yeah. and all you have to do is really listen to your mentor, and he put me right through to it. It, it, it worked. My gosh, did it yeah. work? And even won a plant of the month. And Mackie doesn't yeah. know this yet, but he's going to mentor <laughs> me on Scroggin next. Yeah, yeah sure. Man. We're starting. We're starting next week or, or in the next couple of weeks. Actually, sure. Whenever you yeah, like, I, I made know. a rookie mistake tonight, boys. <laughs> A rookie mistake. I oh, dropped a seed, and do you think I can find it? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Drop a yeah. seed. Ooh. How many have I done? Shit, man, my cafe is full of full of I got plants growing into me feet. Uh, you might have. Yeah, yeah. It was like fucking skittles and all. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna grow out nice, and now I'm gonna have an uneven. I'm gonna have three instead of four. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I was thinking I have something called Larry Zoot. It's some new strain or something yeah, that came out last year. Larry Zoot something. And it's Larry Oh, what? Larry Zoot? Yeah. What Who? <laughs> Not Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure that Zoot. Could Larry? Be it. Ooh. Oh no, that's a good game. The game. I'll run out to the I'll run out to the Damn. bank and get it. It's a very sleazy game from back in the It was a very sleazy game. Leisure suit, Larry. Yeah. Wicked. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, man. So uh, training and, and all that. <laughs> yeah. It was usually finish when you when you see flowers starting to form, that's usually when you finish all training because the stems get more rigid and they can snap easily. And obviously you don't want that to happen. During vegetable rubbery, but you can kind of feel when they get a bit more wooden and they can snap. You get used to it. You'll figure it out as you go. You And you might snap a branch here and there because it does happen when you're training and especially when you put it into a scrog as well. Yeah, but yeah. it's all right if you do back just up. Yeah. tape it up, man. It, they, yeah, they'll be fine. Back together. Maybe we should do that next week. We'll do our common grower mistakes next oh, week. Oh, man, that'd be crazy. Oh, but anyway, so many. no, but the, per the whole purpose of a training, though, is what? Just to keep the, the height? under control and keep the uh, yeah. the plant open to keep and it wide, level right? more than anything you know yeah. to, to keep a level canopy so your light can get a nice footprint over the whole guard over the whole uh tent you know, and airflow just... we want to make sure we got plenty of air between the buds mm -hmm. that's another important point you know when people scrug or train when when they do see the flowers forming they come to do the last bit of defoliation which is called lollipopping where they'll pretty much remove the bottom two-thirds of the plant and just have the top third concentrating on getting all the light and that's where all the big buds are going to get built then you get less popcorn buds and laugh is what they call it over there in the states i think Arf, you know? yep. bottoms um light yeah. and fluffy i got a, yeah. I got a video that that off early. Yeah. fucking get a edit and make about that so stay oh, tuned sweet so you, the popcorn oh. the popcorn buds come in handy when you're running low but if you chop them off early they grow into the big buds man and you, you know you're right that's you're where right. the energy gets put instead 
And when the new, Again, you have to tell a new grower to take, you know, two thirds of his plant off and he, after he's nurtured and kept these leaves real healthy, you always get the same reaction. It's like, oh my gosh, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah, man. I've been terrified sometimes when I've come out of the tent after like four hours of yeah. trimming. And I look at him and I'm like, oh my God, they're dead. But take, There's no way. But take a picture <laughs> and then come back a week later and take a picture and compare the Three two. Three days, mate. It's Three crazy. Days, no, I'm talking about yeah. a week. It's like it never happened. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beautiful. Crazy, man. It is. But it, it needs to happen, though. Yeah, it's a pain in the fucking ass, though. And, and, and you know, like like you guys said, it's like, oh, I'm chopping weed off. But, like, you will get that in the top buds and you won't have to spend an extra three hours fucking dealing with the little shitty bottom. Because, like, at this point, I've, I've trimmed so many, you know, of my grows that if I do get larf, it goes straight into the trim bag because I just don't give a fuck. It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know what you yeah. mean, brother. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's you know, really it's nice. like people look at training and topping and think that it's scary but really the cannabis plant is is so resilient it really just it's nothing to it you move the top off and you'll notice it growing again within 24 hours three days is the maximum it just picks straight back up and carries on it's not only you know? cannabis though either like it's a it's a horticultural practice you know pinching tomato plants and flowers mm-hmm. to get more tops it's it's the exact yeah. same thing mm-hmm. the exact same well it's a plant right so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll be scared to try these things man the plant will yeah. be fine. No, definitely not. That's what. That's how you learn things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But now let's go ahead and look at it differently, though. Let's talk about: Do we do the same thing on photo, and do we do on auto? Do we I top? Do. I do as well. But I mean, I hear so many yeah, people do. saying, "Don't top an auto." But I, I mean, I don't grow a plant even an auto without topping it at least twice. I don't top autos. I don't do. Well, I don't do twice. I'll do. I'll, I'll do it a third node, and that's it. Yep, I do twice. Yeah, third or fourth node. Mm-hmm. The thing that's, is. My well, a caveat with me is I only grow. I don't, the only autos I really grow are are three that I have that I don't actually know the lineage of, but I only I have. I guess probably some other people if if they bought the seeds from the same place. But and the, the point is is that my autos all stay basically the same size and the mm-hmm. same canopy height, and they don't really get very big, so I don't really have to worry about training in that sense. But if yeah, if you're growing something that gets a little bigger or a little wilder, then then probably. I would, mm. I would look into that with autos for sure. I think I'd train them more, the autos, top them and yeah. everything to fill my odd tent size. You know, Treat them like a cannabis plant, man. They will much. be fine. You know? yeah. It's just like, you got to you... go a little faster with an auto maybe, you know, train them quicker. That, and that's mm-hmm. actually, that's a really good point because I guess I also grow in super soil and super soil does take a little bit longer for, for things to kind of get going than a cocoa grow. So mm-hmm. I don't generally have as much time for them to get super big for me to be able to top them before flowering's initiated and you don't want to yeah. be too much or fucking with them too much during when they're starting to flower so you're right you're right yeah there is that but yeah there is train your plants train plants man it, it will increase the yield when you come to the final or when you come to the harvest when you when the plant can get a nice amount of light over the whole footprint you'll get more buds out of it when it's spending more energy on making them big colas rather than small plant, them small colas, you know, yeah. and you're not then, wasting energy then either. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, and outdoors because you've got the sun, it doesn't matter so much because the light spread evenly across the whole plant, no matter what, you know. So you can just leave it to do its thing outdoors, but indoors it's important. The inverse square law with the light and all that shit, science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, just for anyone who, after the leisure, it is actually called. Leisure Zoot Larry, and it's by Dr. Kipling. No. Fuck yeah. Okay. 
Give I am after air. having to run out and open the fucking shed to confirm that because it has <laughs> done my fucking head in trying to think about it. But yeah, that's it, boys. That's why we was talking to you. And you oh, that responding. could have been it. <laughs> yeah, because he was out looking no. in his shed. <laughs> we didn't really, mate. Yeah. I'm just taking a piss out. <laughs> <laughs> Look up on the vault right now and see this yeah. shit. It I'm is. Sure. I have a link in the YouTube chat. Uh, here we go then, lads. Uh, we're talking about strains here. Let's move on to the strain of the week this week. Oh, yes. Monkey, what do we have, man? Well, you know, this week, let's talk about it. Anybody ever heard of a strain called Sour Diesel? Yes. And man. I've heard rumors about its creation as well. I'm going to be interested to hear what you got to say about this. Well, I, just, I mean, I found what I found, but the thing is, its creation is crazy because, as, as you probably are going to go ahead and allude to real, real quickly, there is no one answer here. Um, mm. There never is, is that? No, I mean, yeah. these strains that, that are back from the early 90s or, or even before that, some of them go back into the 60s. You know, we didn't have uh, genotypes and we didn't have a lot of records. And it just stuff was illegal. You didn't want to keep. Yeah. accurate information it was passed on by word of mouth and sometimes yeah. wasn't passed on at all uh but anyway some of some of the uh possible origins of this are super skunk and chem dog 91 uh, okay that i kind of like that one myself but and then you come up with a, a mexican sativa and a chem dog phenotype so i mean that's like yeah some of this and maybe some of that a distinct phenotype of something that used to be called diesel was another way of, do, of looking mm -hmm. at it. And then chem dog that leaned more to indica. So maybe it was just an, a phenotype of chem dog. And then some people get crazy and say, well, it's chem dog, Northern Lights and skunk one, or maybe just chem dog, Northern Lights and some mystery. So, and then the one I love the most, the one I absolutely love the most is random seed purchased at a Grateful Dead concert in the 1990s. <laughs> so you know what i like it's it just go, i'm going with that <laughs> let's go with that one but anyway it's it's a really famous strain sour diesel has been around for a long time and it's it's famous because it's a very uh sativa leaning uh material and it's it's uh, famous for concerts and parties in the 80s and 90s uh yeah and it was uh it's a moderate THC for the time, it was pretty high. It's about 18 to 24% with, uh, you know, about one CBD and a little bit of one, maybe about one CBN in there. Um, and it was a, it was a weed that it's kind of a greenish, uh, golden, almost iridescent color with an orangish pinkish hair in it. And when, mm. when you, when you smelled it, it kind of had that gassy kind of almost, I don't know, not really gasoline or diesel smell, but you knew it was like a, almost a solvent smell in, in, in the thing. And when you cracked the buds, it had a, had a reminiscent of skunky lemon and pine in that, in that bag. And you yeah. just knew exactly what you had in your hand. That was, that was definitely going to be a sour diesel thing. And the hit, the hit was great, man. The hit is more like, it's very, very, very skunky. And the smell, when you spark sour diesel, you know you spark something that was really, really dank. Uh, it's one of those weeds that if you have a party, you better make sure you have deodorizers to clean out afterwards. But it's good, nice. good weed. It was really something that I haven't had in a very long time. Um, it's one of those things that because of the name of it, I, one of, I mean, Chem Dog, when I go into a dispensary, it's kind of like at a menu. I don't like names like Chem. Mm. But, you know, it's just me. But uh, what are y'all's yeah. experiences with this material? You know, anybody I, else? I heard the origin story of the name was... Uh because it came from New York Diesel, but the team of guys who created New York Diesel, some of them split off and went, moved somewhere else and took the strain mm -hmm. with them. 
started making their own. And that's why the other one's called Sour Diesel because it made uh, some kind of a rivalry between the two. New York Diesel and Sour Diesel are pretty much the same thing. You also have the East Coast Sour Diesel is another very prominent cut as well as Humboldt uh, Seed organization has their version called or i don't know if it's actually their version but they have something called the amherst sour diesel which i'm very familiar mm-hmm. with and i mm-hmm. can vouch for very very heavily fucking great shit mm-hmm. but again very That's same a good recommendation <laughs> well anything humble does i i yeah I put all my yeah they, they are they soul are behind they've been around for a long time but yeah, that is mm-hmm. one of your good sources for seed there. They have a lot of different seed companies that offer a you know, seed version of this. The original sour diesel, like all these strains, were, were uh, clone-only strains. But you know, the, through the various gen- genetic projects, it's been captured by companies like GNA, DNA Genetics, Cali mm-hmm. Connection, Medical Seeds, Humboldt's got a, got a cut, and even... Um, Elevate seeds, I believe, has a cut. You'll find it all at the vault, man. I think the vault will have it all. Matter of fact, I got got every one of these breeders off the vault, our favorite seed site. Man's got a lot of stuff. I can't believe that. And you know what? If you don't know what you're looking for, just uh, ask. They'll they'll hook you up with some stuff. And you'll get 20% off as well for being a a member of Percy's Grow Room. Can't beat that. And always free seeds. Yeah, Sour D. No, I mean, Cypress Hill sings about Sour D too. So you know it's fucking one of the uh, the original oh, OG yeah. kind of strains. Well, you know, that's kind of what I'm doing in this thing is I'm starting to talk more about the OG strains because unless you get these OG strains, you don't understand where the ones we're smoking today come from. But I'm really not sure where it came from, and I don't think anybody ever, you know, let's don't just have leave a good it at story. that. You know, like this was grown in Meghan Markle's house. No. <laughs> I, I absolutely like the idea of somebody buying seeds at the Grateful Dead concert, you know. Yeah, man. So that's where it came from. Well, I've got I've got a bit of a, a, a what's it going on that one as well because we used to get a, a, a when when the hash was like a thing in the UK um, and we didn't have much weed at all. Um, we used to get some flipping dodgy stuff that smelled like diesel. Oh no, yeah, like actual. You, you remember that? Yeah, oh, remember that? oh my days! Classic. And what was it? They used to say it smelled like diesel because it was smuggled in in the diesel tanks of the boats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised, but uh, that, that, was that, that, shit. That, shit, that shit had plastic fucking going through yeah. the middle of it and everything. Plastic plastic in mine before. Yeah, lovely. Andre, uh, and not, not just at the odd time. This is like fucking every time you get a fucking piece. You know, it just makes me happy that I've never had that. Yeah, it's bad. Do you know shit, the, the only thing I don't like about hash and the only reason why i stopped it is because it just destroys your clothes and you can't like you know the adidas tracksuit pants yeah, yeah. what we all wore in the 90s these things like if you fucking fell on the carpet they take the fucking leg off you like yeah, but yeah they're just and i Whoa. still have a pair of tracky pants that i have and i won't throw them out because they wear my smoking pants yeah, i'll still go there as well with the holes in i have a knockoff yeah, right, one that goes on that as well in 19 i think it was 1998 um i bought a brand new car <laughs> oh dear <laughs> and within six months it had a v of little burger mark burn mark between my legs and everybody's asking me what's that it's a brand new car what's that oh my and god oh i don't know you know it, it's, it could be welding because i was doing a bit of welding with the doors open <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it could be nearly landed in a v-shape <laughs> 
Oh, no. oh, as well between my legs. That's correct. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, Summer Diesel. There we go. Classic. Excellent. Classic. Give it a shot. shot. I highly recommend mm. it. Not transported in diesel tanks. No. no it's yeah. Not, definitely yeah, make sure not you get that. actual sour diesel and not um, you can moldy sure. diesel that's actually no. sour and smells like diesel. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just get the seeds from the vault, man, and you'll know for sure that they are sour diesel. Yeah. Right if, yes. if it's real sour diesel, it's going to have a real skunky odor to it. It's very much uh, pungent. So we'll move on now to this week's interview. So this week's interview is with uh, an activist from Ireland, one of GB's friends. You want to introduce him here, GB? Yeah, um, lads, this is Martin. He's on a podcast, his own podcast, Martin's World. He is a militant activist. He is a fucking serious dude. This fella organized a protest a couple of weeks back where him and like 20 people and even just people walking by in the streets planted cannabis seeds in a propagator and walked into the cop shop and asked them to be arrested for um, germinating cannabis. Because yeah. it is illegal, cannabis. illegal here. Yeah. Well, why in the and, world would he um, do that, though? Because he is trying to raise awareness to show how ridiculous. Over here, so many people are just done for stupid little amounts. And they, they're tackling and they're attacking the small man. And they're not going after the fucking guys that are actually fucking killing people and shooting people. Yes, and fucking, that's really hard and dangerous. It, it, of course it is. So they go after us fucking innocent fucking little stoners that just don't really cause any trouble. But he he he, he explains himself so much better than what I can do. Hmm. But um, I will just say as well, he was at another um, protest there yesterday. He was there to, to, do so, to speak to somebody else. But a cop turned around and fucking he was just walking by and collared him and got oi who are you i want to search you for no reason mm. absolutely no reason other than he was wearing a top that had a cannabis leaf yeah, on it yeah yeah oh. he reasonable pulled, cause oh yeah l- lads he said that he was searching him for um safety reasons for security reasons he was um going into a crowd with a bag you know, what was he going to do? Fucking spray weed at them and get them all so, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yet, no, he he says to him, like, he starts pulling out his wallet, going through his... He had no gloves on. He had a mask on, but he had his nose hanging out. As I said, it's like walking around. You pull up your jeans, but you leave your cock hanging out. Really? You know? It's the same thing, you know? But... I do. He's going through... Yeah, he's going through, and he said, oh, TG, you dirty dog. You know? But he's going through his bag. He's going through his bag, and he pulls out this book, and he's like, what's this? And it's it's a, the, the CBD Bible. Mm-hmm. And then he asks him, are, are you searching me for drugs? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I, I've seen your book, and I, I, I wanted to search you because of your book. And he's like, oh, how, how did he, how did, with his x-ray vision, lads. Yeah. I knew they had it, I knew they had it, man. Oh, I'm lying, hiding from us all along. Fuck. Yeah, We're the fucked. book was wrapped, was wrapped in a jumper in a fucking haversack on his back. It's just, it's crazy. But yeah, no, so this, this fella is actually, he's really cool. He is, um, yeah, man. he has become, he has become a, a friend of mine, um, true, true things. And I, Look forward to 
to do more projects with him in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So here we go. Yeah. About, yeah. It's about a half hour long, as usual. I hope you all enjoy, and we'll be back afterwards. See you on the other side. Here is mine as well. So we watched a video you did the other day. Uh, uh, hold on, let's uh, let's start from the beginning. So we'll let you tell the listeners who you are and what you do. Man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so my own name is Martin Condon, uh, presenter of Martin's World. And um, I'm a cannabis activist here in Ireland. <laughs> and uh, recently, I suppose what you were just alluding to there is the protest I held in, in Cork, where I went and handed myself in to local Gardaí is cannabis plants, uh, well not cannabis plants, cannabis seeds, and um, I asked them to process me for the illegal cultivation of cannabis, and um, yeah, that was quite an interesting one, I, I invited the members of uh, Cork City's public to actually plant the seeds, so the seeds weren't even planted by me, they were planted by people out there of Cork's public, general just members walking <laughs> by, I uh, told them that what they were doing was breaking the law, but it was uh, a part of a protest, and uh, I got 20 or so people there on the day within an hour to, to take part in breaking the law. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. He's a criminal. <laughs> That's, it, that, that is a brave and bold step, Martin. I mm-hmm. do have to say I, I applaud you, my man. Yeah, thanks, man. Indeed. Yeah, it wasn't an easy choice to so, make, but um, it's something I've been just meaning to do for a long time, you know. Is, what we were presenting ourselves to the Gardaí is basically preempting them coming looking for us because they would have loved nothing more than to come and kick in my front door and tell me what to do, tell me where to stand and have all the power because like them coming into my house is very intimidating. They'll have my kids upset, they'll have my partner upset. So the power is in their court. But by me coming to their house essentially into the Garda station, um, I, I took all the power from them. I, I was telling them what to do. And uh, it, yeah. <laughs> it was actually very satisfying, to be honest. <laughs> I'd fucking say so, man. Well, it seemed as if the officers were like a bit baffled by it as well, you know? Well, the guard, the guard you call them. Guards. Yeah, the guard. Yeah, they, they, they were, yeah, we call them the guard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they, were, they were very taken back with it. Like, it was, uh, it, it was kind of, <laughs> it was very unexpected for them, I suppose. They were just thinking they were coming in. What do you think their impression of it was? Do you think that they're under the same agreement as, well, the most of us and our listeners yeah. that it should be legalised. Yeah, I think uh, they are a bit on the archaic law. That it maybe the male guard more than the female, but it, it was hard to gauge anything mm-hmm. from them because. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought that I thought the female was uh, the lady officer. There was a lot more open yeah. and a lot friendlier she, and approachable she was. than the gentleman. Was. Um, and that that was my impression coming across. She was. She did seem a bit more sympathetic. Maybe that was just the female insider coming out and the, the male guard. Was she a lot younger? She would have been. Um, Maybe late 30s, early 40s, possibly. Yeah. Because the guy looked older. Well, he sounded older as well. Yeah. So it's a generational thing as well, which is a problem. You know, the the propaganda that everybody's suffered over however old they are. Well, it is. Mikey, you know yourself, it's anybody really over the age of fucking 40 to 50. Yeah. uh, Anybody over 50. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're ones that, like, we had had the flower power. Like, my parents are in their 60s. Um. They're the total opposite to what you think you would have got out of the 60s. They're the most straight-laced people that you will ever come across. Uh, and they and they absolutely detest cannabis. Now, I am doing my damnedest to change their minds. 
Uh, but it is a long struggle. So I know exactly what it's like if I'm having this problem with just my parents. Mm-hmm. What, it's a major thing for everybody. It's a know? serious thing. You know? And it's only, it, it is, I have to say, it's the likes of what Martin is doing here now and encouraging other people. It is, I have two minds about the militantism mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's such a great idea. I think our, unfortunately, it's just I, I look at our justice system, and then I say how fucked up it is already. Well, you know what? With the, you say that you're in two minds about the militant, militant approach, but I am not, man, and I, I fully stand with Martin <laughs> with what he does, and Thank I Marty. think he does it fucking well. You know, it's like we have been kind and courteous for too fucking long and we're still here in 2020 being arrested for possessing a cannabis cigarette you know what i'm saying are are they polite when they come to our fucking house and kick off our door and tear down our fucking month's work because they want to follow a stupid law you know are they polite when they pull you up in the street and search your pockets right there in the street and take shit you paid with money for because they don't want to legalize it they're not polite to us we need to be more militant we can't just keep being the fucking fairies sitting there getting high, forget about it, it'll be all right tomorrow. We need to get off our asses and push it. I think one important thing not to be forgotten, though, on that is that the way in which I engaged with the Gardaí, while it was militant and stuff, it had respect. Yeah, it was polite yeah, uh-huh, and respectful. Yeah. And that was some, that was important. That's the important factor because we have to be harsher in what we do, but we don't want to be disrespectful at the same exactly. time. Exactly. You know, and that is a fine line that needs to be drawn. But we do need to be more militant. We need to be angry with our approach, but we need to be respectful at the same time. And I think the way you handled it, Martin, was perfect, man. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I was happy with it that the, the guard didn't come up and want to put me in the handcuffs anyway on, on the day I got to walk out and engage with the crowd again outside. But I think that would have been a better result, especially for clickbait, it, it would, it would you know, for the oh, YouTube yeah. to get notice out there. If you would have got nicked at the but, end, if you would have been taken down, then that would have been perfect I, for the I video. think they were aware of that as well with, with the number of people outside. When mm. the guard asked me, oh, how many people are outside? I, I would say they, they were contemplating it maybe. Uh, oh, should we nick it? Like, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if there was 15 mm-hmm. more people to come in, they, they wouldn't have had room for the 15 of us in their hold themselves. They would have had to transfer people to another guard station, which... Again, I would have just said it. You know, because they haven't got time for this bullshit, just like we haven't got time for this bullshit as well. And it's both like both parties, both armies, if you Mm -hmm. like, are just held up by some dickheads at the top, just making bullshit laws, telling us what we can and can't do. It's the same for them. They're held by restrictions like we are. The average guard on the street out there enforcing this prohibition, they're they're much more in danger because of it, you know, like with the criminal gangs, the money they make, the guns they have. Absolutely, mate. A hundred, a hundred percent agree, Martin. A hundred percent. Like we need to take the power, and at the minute, it's the power is in the hands of the criminal gangs. No, it's like the power is in the hands of the smokers and the cannabis users because we outnumber all of the criminals and all of the fucking politicians and and the the police officers, man. And if we Mm. all just got together and made a stand for a short period of time, a militant stand like Martin's doing, if we if we all did that. And I know it's not possible for us to all do that because we've got things to lose, jobs, kids, you know, houses. Mm. If we all did something, I think things will move forward a lot quicker because yep. we'll just fuck it. We outnumber everybody and we have a right to have our opinions heard. Yeah, we're, we're not a minority anymore. Like we, There's a lot of us out there. And uh, I was saying that a while ago, if we emptied all of Ireland's prisons right now, we still wouldn't have enough room for all of the cannabis consumers out there if we wanted to lock them up. So mm. of course, For sure. Oh, God, no. 
it's just nonsensical. It's an, it's an ideology that they're chasing and, it, and it's costing us money and lives and lives. Yeah. It doesn't need to go on. Like, uh, the one thing that started this public health, uh, scare the pandemic. One thing I, I just couldn't help it over my, out of my head was we've been shouting about a public, a, a public health problem, like within the drug using community, like, uh, for, for, or for young adults in colleges going off to music festivals where, Mm-hmm. They're, they're using God only knows what like and there's no drug testing facilities there but yes mm-hmm. now they're they're telling us they care about our health and what to do and where to go and all of this stuff but I, I have a lot of questions and our guard ears still kicking in people's door I, I had a woman who was down at a protest on Monday and she got in contact with me through my page uh, Foxy Peacock uh, her Instagram um, if you wanted to find her but um, she had her door kicked in on Monday last week where six Gardaí, five males and one female entered our house and she's living alone. She she's probably no more than she's between eight and ten stone, like, you know, a very light woman like, you know, and she was manhandled by mm. male guards who pinned her to the wall, put her hands behind her back and handcuffed her. Like uh she was a person who was involved in the uh, the gay rights movement back in the nineties, this woman and um mm-hmm. she was telling me that it, it felt like being back there again. She said that she was at a an elite an illegal oh. gay disco before where Gardy came in and busted it up and they said that the Gardy were calling them gay faggots and using all of this discriminatory things mm-hmm. she said she felt Disgusting. like in the exact same place the other night when being treated like that in a cannabis consumer. Yeah, it's like how much longer are we gonna deal with this, man? How much longer are we going to politely sit aside while everybody else treats us like fucking idiots? But it's it's not even when it comes to normally even for recreational Mackie. It's it's the the medicinal cannabis, the, yeah, the medicinal size. Of it. Everything. We we have we have medicinal cannabis that is um organ. It's it's legal, but it costs. Martin actually knows a lot more about this than I do. Yeah, but it costs. What like sixteen grand a year to get medicine? Yeah, that's that's what Kenny Tynan was saying. Uh, the host of the Cannabis Patient podcast. Uh, he, he it's I think it's about twenty pence worth of medicine a year. He says, and that costs him about sixteen thousand a year. And I'm not sure if that includes his cost for travel too, because he has to leave Ireland altogether. So you have to leave Ireland to get the the legal marijuana yeah. for medicine yeah you have to travel out where do you go to get it the uh, Transvaal pharmacy in uh, the Hague in, uh, yeah, in the Hague so um the, so what if because obviously these people are only using it for medicinal use what if the people who need it for medicine are unable to travel they can nominate a person to travel in their stead <laughs> so um fucking no. a, I wouldn't want to be that person Zeratumi is collecting it for her daughter because obviously her daughter is seven and is a, a child who suffers with a refractory epilepsy the medicine resistant kind and um yeah, yeah so uh, she has to travel over and back for her daughter or her husband does it uh one of the two of them have to do it but there's other patients out there as well uh, like eva who um can't travel and their parents or carers have to do it for them that is just so um, Fucking crazy. Do they get any trouble like when they're crossing borders? I, I don't they have to present themselves at the customs, I suppose, make a declaration, present their license and the exemption from wow. the minister that allows them to travel over the border with us. But it, it's a joke, like uh, they can't have it delivered to our pharmacies. So at the start of this pandemic, actually, um, our government set up, uh, I think it was DHL, the private courier, the prescriptions for the patients in Ireland to their medical cannabis but they couldn't get it to a chemist 
So a private courier, like some untrained, unqualified guy, can collect it from a chemist and bring it to patients here in Ireland. But the chemists in Transvaal, like in The Hague, they can't send it to another chemist here in Ireland because our uh, people in the pharmacies, the pharmacies, pharma- what you call people working in pharmacies. <laughs> um, those the pharmacists. The pharmacists, yeah, the pharmacy. geez, that word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me. But yeah, the, the, <laughs> the pharmacists here, they can't dispense that medicine because uh, of like just problems with licensing and stuff like that. They'd be afraid that guards would come and kick in the door if they start receiving medical cannabis even, oh you know? God. Yeah. That is just so... Just- there is just no end to the stupidity of these fucking laws. There's no end, man. It's like, I'm shocked half the fucking time, man. It's like something needs to be done. Something needs to fucking change. And for how many years now, how we've been doing like fucking smoke up in the park and all of these, you know, where we all just go chill and get high and where's it got? My biggest problem with all of those in the past is they lost the momentum. You do it once a year. Like four twenty, once yeah. a year. Like let's see you next year. But like what what happens to the community then? Like, you know, we all go our own separate ways. But over the course of that year, like people get picked up by the Gardaí, you know, and they're they're picked on when you're on your own. But when we're in power in numbers, like we do at our smoke ups, like the Gardaí very rarely actually come near us. Like the authorities don't like when we're mm-hmm. together in a community and because there's power in numbers, you know. If the authorities were to come well, down and crack down, people will respond. What we need is thousands, Martin. Definitely, I agree. We need thousands to hundreds, to come. Hundreds of thousands, Martin. Yeah. Mm. I, Not even... Mackie, we have we have a small country here in Ireland. Like, there's only 4.5-odd million people. No, I'm the, talking... I'm not even talking about countries, mate. I'm talking about world fucking wide. Oh, worldwide, yeah. Well, at least the Western world. We can't really do anything about the East because they're a bit fucking crazy no matter where you go. But, you know, they yeah. listen a little bit more in the West. We have got chances in Europe and, and in the USA, Canada. Mm. You know, because even Canada's still got their problems. Oh, but Canada has serious problems. We could fucking problems. speak to the democratic countries of the world and have the people speak. They will say they want legislation, and if it was democratic, they'll listen and push it forward. But we just need enough people to make it fucking heard. And quiet smoke up in the parks obviously ain't doing the job. Quiet smoke you know? up in the parks mm-hmm. are good for networking and building the strength of our community, you know, mm-hmm. just getting to know one another because uh, so many of us, we have very but small... Like you say, man, once a year... It's not enough. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's that's why this year I, I just grabbed the bull by the horns, and uh, after the major smoke up there um, uh, in July, I was just like, yeah. After my own one, in the next, it was on the very next day. I said, I'm going to do it every four weeks, and if I don't hold one every four weeks, I would see myself as a failure. And so far, in the last nice, yeah. last two months, I've held three protests. So. I'm keeping above my... Eye. That's what people need, especially yeah. stoners, man. This is why we have the podcast on Sunday nights at 10 o'clock every week for two hours, consistency. You know what to expect. You know, if you can... Because then you don't need to remember anything. It's just in your <laughs> head. Oh, it's Sunday, 10 o'clock. You know, yeah. if like every fucking Saturday, the first Saturday of the month, last Saturday of the month, a particular day, that stoners know we're all getting together in this park everywhere. It's not just limited to one park, one location. It's like your city's major park on this day, every month, until we get yeah. what we're fucking asking for. I think for. the one, one, every month. one big issue with that at the moment is the second virus, man. If, if we were to call something like that, uh, you get all these uh, terrified and hysterical people coming out saying, oh, we're in a pandemic. It's so irresponsible to call in protests like this. That's why I didn't even push last week's protests very much on social media because I only want to point yourself people to show up. But I 
it was more symbolic. It wasn't about numbers on the day. It was most yeah. just highlighting yeah. the waste of time that goes on when the guardia have to process a person. See, our, our things have changed again over here, Mackie. Um, our sports sports club, our sports games and everything are going to be um, viewerless. No way. There's not, no attendance in them. Um, the pubs are closed again. I think you're only allowed three three people from a household to mix or some shit like that. You know, how long is no, that going to uh, go on for, do you know? Um, well, it was bigger. It's after being reduced back down because we've had a big spike in right. cases, but we've had a spike in cases come from a couple of meat plants. Hmm. So it's where everybody is working real close. Now, unfortunately, the government knew back in May that there was cases in these meat plants and there was nothing done about it. They were told, oh, you just have to make social distance in it between your staffs. Um, I know people that work in two of the meat plants and they said that there was absolutely no um, PPE um, given to them. I know one girl who left because her grandmother is very sick. She's waiting for an organ transplant. So what are we she... talking about, mate? Your fucking coronavirus ain't even real. It's mm-hmm. 5G towers. No. <laughs> Back on the five G, Mackie. You, you just got your uh, podcast banned. <laughs> You're gonna get flagged. Yeah, probably. You know, what I mean, you can't say things like that. <laughs> Goodbye. This is why we edit before we go live. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I love taking the piss out of conspiracy theories, man. I love that shit. It's like my favorite one right now is uh, we're living in a simulation. Prove me wrong. Uh. <laughs> Nobody can do it. <laughs> I, I I have thought about this many a time. I'd just like to put it down to a. We'll get back on subject in a second. Mike. <laughs> oh yeah, you're grand. Got to go off on stone tangents. But I always like to put it down as you've played VR, right? PlayStation yeah. VR or Oculus Rift, something like that, and you can see how good virtual reality technology already is. Oh yeah. Do you think in a hundred years' time? it's going to be better than it is now, you know? And then how far into the future do you think it is until we get simulations that are indistinguishable from reality with the rate of technology growing? Would you say it's capable in 500 years? Well, if you Maybe. look at Star, if you look at Star Trek, they're trying to build holodecks now, the very same yeah, as what yeah. they're wearing. A thing. And, and as, and fairness, as tech it, gets better, it's only going to get more and more realistic. So if yeah. we continue at the rate we're going at, at some point we will have the technology to make a simulated reality, you know, and then if that is possible, it's far more likely that there's a million simulated realities and just one real reality. So the chances are like a million to one, that we are in a simulated reality, you know, very true. So the odds are, we're in a fucking simulation. Jeez, Mackie, you get very deep sometimes. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been there with you, Mackie. Uh, I always wonder if something along the same lines, like is when you wake up in the morning, how do you know you went to sleep the night before? Uh, how do you know you're not waking up just with the memory that you went to sleep the night uh, before? Yeah, just stored up <laughs> in the fucking head. How do you know that, you know, you only log on when, you know, because this is your game. Say, you, you all know Grand Theft Auto. You know, I've got Grand Theft Auto now and I'm a rich-ass motherfucker with all the helicopters and the jets and shit. But that, that life's just on pause right now. But when I go on there, it's like nothing's changed. It's like I continued the life. Now, yeah. if you was more in-depth with the character and the implanted memories in there that filled them gaps that you wasn't online, 
how would you know? He, he don't know whether he actually lived them experiences or not. It's just implanted memories that make him think that he did. For all we know, we've only been in the, in the simulation for 24 hours and all of the memories we have are just implanted memories to make the simulation more realistic. You know what I'm saying? I do. We are Deserve. living in a fucking simulation, man. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, madness, madness. Well, here, we'll get back on point. We'll get back on point to the actual interview. <laughs> um, so with, the, with the, the current laws, what way would you think it, sh it would be going here in Ireland now? Um, Martin, do you think... Do you think if we were to get decriminalization, I don't personally think that we're going to get decriminalization. No, you see, that's the wrong way to think, GB. You have to think, how mm. are you going to get decriminalization? You know, what uh, are the best steps, man? If you think it's unachievable in the first place, you're never going to get there. And it's achievable, man. Full legislation, full decriminalization yeah. is possible yeah. if enough people get together. And I, I think through. decriminalization is inevitable like that is going to happen and i would rather see it happen sooner or later but my my part in the discussion is always going to be around legalization because of, uh, if we only have see but when you see decri when you say decriminalization mm -hmm. what do you mean so what, what i was going to say with the decriminalization i suppose if you think let's say the portuguese model they, they allow a 10-day supply of drugs so 10 days supply of cannabis, I think it's about 14 grams, and they have amounts listed there. That's, that's two days supply. What are they talking about? 14 grams for 10 days. You can have a 10-day supply on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Okay, that's cool. Oh, yeah, when but I leave we, the house, then that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We we actually met the policymaker uh, Joe Glow. We had him do a national tour of Ireland with Mark Emery. Uh, funny enough, Mark Emery had only just got out of jail for seven seeds when he was extradited from Canada to the US. But uh, he wasn't long out, and we had him do a tour of uh, Trinity College, uh, NUIG, and UCC. And uh, himself and Joe Glow, they, they got on actually very well. But Joe Glow was the policymaker behind Portugal criminalising all drugs in 2002. And basically, what he said is that. Portugal took on a, an experiment for the rest of Europe, and he said the experiment was a major success. He said the information we've got from it, we've found positive and negative. And uh, he said next step uh, for any European country to tackle this to do an experiment of their own would be to introduce regulation legislation for the regulation of the supply of the drugs, because decriminalisation alone, where you allow say ten day supply. As I said, you can walk around the street with a 10-day supply, a half ounce of, of weed. Sure, that's if you wanted to sell 450 bags. There you go, boom, 450 bags, and uh, go home, buy up. So de facto, you're decriminalizing low-level drug giving um, by only decriminalizing drugs, uh, but only decriminalizing cannabis. So if we only decriminalize exactly. it, we, we allow, we're basically propping off drug dealers. We're, we're reinforcing their business yeah. for them. That, that's where I see the problem is, you know, it's like a decriminalization does not allow cannabis to be used on the open market. Yeah. You know, you can't go to the bank and get a loan to start your cannabis business. You can't have a coffee shop. You can't, all of these different problems that come with decriminalization. It's like we need it to be introduced as if it was any other controlled substance like alcohol, tobacco, because of course we don't want it falling into the hands of children and, and minors. But right now, 
being illegal, it's got zero control. I mean, you all know this, you know, you can just go to, anybody can go to a drug dealer and get weed. You think a 12-year-old kid rocks up to a drug dealer, he's going to ask for ID. Easy fuck. He's going to ask for money, give him the shit, he don't Thank care. You. you know. Fuck's sake, sure half the drug dealers are bleeding 12-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, you're right, mate. There you go. You're yeah, right. I was just about to light that one up. If he didn't ask him for money, he was going to say, how many friends do you have? I'll give you a bit in tick and you can sell it for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. It is, and it's 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 a dirty game, the deal and the back dealing. It's why I grow. Yeah. It's why I grow. Mm-hmm. Per, I I grow small. Percy grows for myself. Yep. Um, the reason being, I just can't. I, I'm I'm fucking thirty six years of age. I don't need this bullshit of going into fucking dodgy areas to try and find you know, somebody. It's bullshit, man. It's like the government, whatever it is, they always try to protect the consumer. So we had in cars with no seatbelts, and it's like, oh, that's that's a bit risky. We should really make people wear seatbelts. And now it's law to have seatbelts. Food standards, you know, there's a whole government section dedicated to food standards to make sure that the food we're getting is safe and coming from a yeah. safe source. But when it comes to drugs, this whole fucking point is completely missed out. It's like, now get it from whoever the fuck you want. No one's going to test it. Just go mm-hmm. get it from the black I love to ask people, would you buy broccoli from your drug dealer? And if they say no, I was like, why would you buy your cannabis from him? <laughs> no. Yeah. So where do people find you online, man? Because you want to try and get as many people directed to what you're doing as possible, you know? Yeah, well, uh, for, for me online, Martin's World Podcast, uh, that you'll find me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. I think uh, on Facebook, it's like Martin's World 420. And on Twitter, I think it might be the same, or it might be just Martin's World on Twitter. And then on Instagram, it's Martin's World Podcast was handled. Or yeah, like uh, Martin's World was actually taken on Twitter by somebody else. I think I was on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So if anybody wants to get involved with Martin's work, yeah. you know, any protests you're over in Ireland, or you even want to run your own, then make sure that you let us know. Because the more people that can get involved, the better. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if anybody wants to get me, like, to pop me a message there on Instagram or, or any of those kind of messaging or social media platforms, and uh, I'm quite interactive there with people. I can get back to all of the messages as quick as I can anyway. Is the, the, yeah, man, you'll see the, the, to them sites yeah. in the description of the video or the podcast, whichever one you're listening to. Ah, oh, yeah. Ah, excellent. Yeah, the most recent uh, protest there actually has been really well received online where I went into the Garda station like that. I, I don't know, it's probably yeah, close on 4,000 views. I watched it all, mate. Uh, yeah, I watched it on the whole 15 minutes, start to finish, man. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. So, so it's engaging. Yeah, yeah it's thrown up my I, did, I didn't see the whole lot because the, the, the one I seen on it, it was only like a three-minute clip. I think it was you were just getting to the door and then it... It went on to something else. So I am going to actually to have to sit down and have a proper look and see if I can find them. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. See, I put up on... Cross inst- the road safely. Put, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to have a bit of fun with things like that. But I, I think what you yeah, think, Green Bear, was what I threw up on um, Instagram. Um, I, I just threw up a, a little screen capture of the video because uh, Instagram wouldn't allow me to actually upload a video because it was more than 15 minutes long. Um, but then I threw it up on YouTube. So yeah, that must have been. Yeah, it. there's a link there to the YouTube video on that, that post, and uh, it's all up there. I had to edit that afterwards because yeah, uh, person, I'd given out all my personal details in the video when I was giving the cop my name and address, and all of them. I uploaded that. I didn't even realize. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
stress and nerves get to you when it's live, you know, especially when you're doing shit like that, you can make easy mistakes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, going forward. I've done it myself on a few occasions. <laughs> Excellent. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Oh. Martin, it has pleasure, been a man. fucking pleasure. Is, yeah. yeah, it has a pleasure. I, Keep doing what you're doing. I, I'm going to go back things. there now listening to the uh, Ted Hussey, or Ted Hussey, uh, Ted Hussey podcast that she had there. Uh, I, I listened to his uh, Kiss Organics all the time, so I only just got started yeah, cool, 10 man. minutes into it there while ago, so I'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh, cool. Tad, 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 Tad was a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, I'd love yeah, to have a chat with him boy. because, uh, man, I'd love to kick that guy's brain. It's been a pleasure, Martin, man. As you said, keep doing what you're doing. Oh, well, indeed. Smashing it. And let us know if we can help in any way or if you've got an event going on, let us know. We'll shout out on the podcast. Oh, well, indeed. Shoot, you know? Thanks very much for having me on, lads. I appreciate it. Yeah, pleasure, mate. Pleasure. We'll see you again soon, man. Slan, Slan Martin. Bye bye. There we go, everybody. That was Martin from Martin's World. So check out his podcast. You know, there's a link in the description of the video. If you click on there, then you can check out his podcast. It's kind of related as well. More of an activist side of things than we do. We do the more information, entertainment kind of thing. But if you want to get involved with activism, especially in Ireland, then go and check out Martin's website and listen to his podcast. The GP, yeah. what are you saying, man? He is a he is a good dude. He he is a bit out there in some of his um his ways are going about it um i do support him yeah i got a bit of in there as well because it pisses yeah. me off man the injustice of it all well, he's not afraid to get involved is he though i mean he'll, he gets his hands yeah. on that stuff doesn't he yeah he does you know and like i have to give it up i fucking give it to him big because like he's he's a young guy he has a family you know he is and he's fighting the good fight and he's He's just bringing so much awareness, you know, and to show like such idiot fucking laws. Like I have to say, I respect the guards so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I am like a law said, man, it's the guards, you, know? Well. you know. And it is like I have to say, if if you look at some of the things that they have to deal with, um, a great great show was called Inside the Cake. Um, it was a show that was on TR, I think it was on Virgin or something. But you see what they have to put up with. And unfortunately, this is the type of person that 90% of people in Ireland would say, oh, that's a typical drug user. Oh, he's he's smoking the cannabis. Look at him. Stoned off his box. Yeah, nice quote there from yeah. Shermanator in the chat. Uh, best post that I've seen is legal law doesn't mean endorse and encourage. It means regulate and control. That's beautiful, man. It's nice. Mm. That's exactly what we need, you know. Safety yeah. for the consumer. It's simple as yeah. that. Well, it is, and that's it. Like we have to take we have to take power back mm-hmm. into our own hands. It's not just here in Ireland. It's everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere around the world. You know, like we are all just normal people who like to go about our own daily business. I personally mm-hmm. don't drink, and just good so, people as well. It's not like we're criminals and shit. Exactly. You know, like I like to have a fucking smoke. I don't cause anyone any harm. Mm. You know, I, I grow myself mm-hmm. because I don't want to have to deal with fucking criminals. assholes yeah. and criminals. Uh, you know? <laughs> and it's, it's not even deal with people. I like people in general, you know, uh, but yeah. it's just some of them. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. you just have to fucking kind of grow. And, and plus, they only sell you shit over here. Like mm-hmm. up, up until recently, lads, you, you fucking you ask your dealer, oh, what's that? It's weed. Are you going? Yeah, but what strain is it? Stardog. It's weed. They didn't even yeah. tell you it was hard on. <laughs> They're only doing that now. 
And their own, it's yeah. the only reason how you know what it is now because it's all coming in from the likes of fucking Canada and the fucking California and everything. And it's coming already pre-fucking-shipped <laughs> in the bags. <laughs> and it Canada. says cookies and fucking gluckies and fucking God yeah. knows fucking It's got what. a nice word to it. So yeah. It's worth, more, yeah. it's worth more now. Yeah, but like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There is big risk involved as well. And it's not <clears> everybody. <throat> you know, like not everybody who's fucking dealing are scumbags yeah, i know, you know so many people that are sound and that i've met the majority of the people that i would class you know who would make good businesses if it was legal and there was allowed to actually make a yeah. business in this they'll do well at it because it'd be like opening a bar yeah. you know exactly. they'd do well man you know, people need if, to be allowed to do if, that if you see the ingenuity that some of these people put yeah. into selling their product, mm-hmm. you will go, fuck me, that man will be a millionaire if yeah. he was able to do this. What are you saying there, TJ? Well, like you guys said, um, and kind of back to my my uh, news story, there are bad actors in the game that are involved in the legacy market. <laughs> yeah, However, yeah. I, will, I would say that the most part... It's just regular jagoffs trying to do a little thing on the side to pay their bills because fucking shit's expensive and most people don't have super awesome high paying jobs. So mm-hmm. it, it's important for for yeah, like that aspect to be able to come into come into the fold in, in the full scope and not be so heavily regulated that they're gonna not be able to. Because that's kind of the case how it is in Canada and that's exactly why we still see these giant fucking busts and people taking advantage of the system because yeah, I mean, changing, man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah so what do you all think, right? Let's uh, stick it in the comments. If you watch this video, stick it in the comments as well. Let's have a little poll. Mm-hmm. When do you think cannabis will be legalized in your country? So, if you're illegal, of course. So in the UK, I think we'll be uh, legalized by 2021. I think it's coming soon. Yes, as, as, as soon as the, the government figure out how they can make money out of it without any comeback. So yeah, as soon as soon as Corona's finished, I reckon. You think monkeys don't need the money? <laughs> I'm not as optimistic as you because it's not in any of the political campaigns right now. I think we're at least four right. ways, four years away at least. Oh really? I don't think Biden will do it if he wins. No, Biden actually For says four? no. Biden, his comments so far have been that we need more study. We this is we are too uncertain oh, on this. You know, that's four years, yeah. man. How man. many fucking studies uh, no, do man, we but, need to do? <laughs> I'm so tired of you hearing know? that. Seriously, no. they, they 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 still go off studies that were done back in Nixon's well, day. The ones that he financed to fucking try make the war on drugs and he fucking and it's it's been proven time and time again oh i'm getting excited you are but you know what if we want to get (laughs) into it it was it was a news article that i almost went to today but i didn't quite get there because i read it took me about 45 minutes to go through the top to the bottom of the article and basically what it says is is because of the election because of the politics in the united states and nobody is willing to talk about cannabis right now that we can expect nothing to happen in the next term so <laughs> unfortunately that's just the way red eye thinks three years Addy yeah. thinks five okay sherman i think new zealand are going to get three years in three years as well i, I reckon we'll, we'll have preaching. it within two years well, tg yeah. when do you think canada's gonna yeah. have it man <laughs> like properly man like real legalization properly. yeah yeah i don't know man I mean, it's slowly coming you know yeah. the more and more that people like martin and you know good people do proper activism not like you know 
really make kind of an ass of yourself so then the media can focus and mm-hmm. do their cutting and make you know take take shit out of context like as long yeah. as people are responsibly doing responsible activism then yeah i mean i think well in canada who knows when that's actually going to come around probably i think probably never because yeah. the government always is going to want some part of that and and that's what uh, it all comes down to at the end of the day money the, money money all the government's looking at that but, part of it yeah so with that we should uh we should move on to what the fuck was that so here we go we play a small sound bite usually around five seconds long and then you have to try and guess what it is if you can't guess what it is and you go and post on the thread in the forum you can win a prize so we have a winner again from last week's competition new grower correctly guessed what it was somehow so yeah, and I keep forgetting this is your oh, section, wow. and I just go off on this, man. Do you want That's to, all right. You, you carry on, man. You take over. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> okay, no worries. Yeah, so uh, Noob Grower correctly guessed. Um, it, well, he did say uh, a stun gun, but it's the same thing. No, that was is, you're doing it again. Stuff. You're doing it again, bro. Yeah. I'm doing it again, again, bro. That's two weeks oh, ago. Oh, no, it was the, it was the, the two weeks Yeah, it was the ding-dong elevator door last week. <laughs> that Let's was play the one the before sound. that, yeah. Right, so... Yeah, you should do that, because then I wouldn't get confused. I know what it is. Okay, here's the sound. And the sound yeah. was, Zia? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hear it. You should remember what it was from last week. Come on, man. We're doing this again. We did this last week. Oh, God. You make, ooh, ooh, you make know, him lose my shit. Can I go and guess in the this is, why, this is why I take over this section, man. I just read the chat. Just do it. Dude, <laughs> only told you in the chat what it was. <laughs> Thanks, <dude. laughs> Fucking film projector. <laughs> it was. It was a sixteen mil. It was a sixteen millimeter film projector, and I don't, for the life of me, know how he managed to get his you know, spot on. That's he got his spot on as well. You know, how he, oh, must, he must be a film uh, dude or a film geek. No, well, he actually yes, said that's the only way. Unless you've got one, <gasps> like his yeah, wife was listening it, it, and, and she heard it was but, like, that sounds like. A, a 16 millimeter film yeah. checker. It's like, damn. Yeah. It's like, is his wife Alexa or something? She knows her shit. Damn. She <laughs> does. Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it was. Apparently, it was a, it was a 16 millimeter film projector. Yeah, so, yeah, well we, done well to done, that mate. member. Yeah. I've, I've got um, to send him a list yeah. of some seeds he can choose. <laughs> so, this <laughs> week, that, that we have a new one, and I'm going to play it right, yeah, right now. Do. Are you ready? Here we go. Yeah. That was it. Just a three-second little sound bite right there. Yeah, it was only three seconds. I didn't hear anything. Point. No, you don't hear anything on the panel. Oh, we don't oh, hear it. Here, here, here it is again. All them there it is again. Out there in... Sorry, I did it. I can't yeah. hear anything. Sorry, it didn't quite work out. My, my you just listen to it back thing. again. You know, and <laughs> 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 because I flipped back and then the, the tune started playing again. It was like, oh no, not that one. And then it click that one, and then it happened. Well, the tune carried on playing. So you might have heard it the second time around. There has to be a mistake in every episode. And he's doing pretty well. If up somebody up. heard it, just, right. put a, just tell us in the chat that you've heard yeah. it. No, the chat heard God's it. God's sake, the chat people, heard come it. on. Yeah, they, they heard it. No, <laughs> normally production is so much better than this. Yeah, I know, no, but somebody no, let me move tonight. Done well so far. <laughs> he told me it was my go, so, you know, I'm taking over now. <laughs> uh, it's because we're super high, man. Super, it's, 
We are super uh, high on hunger. And that's making another one. I fucking this snowboard boys is absolutely rocking, and I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's this is the one that it even still has a bit of a kind of a hay smell to it, but it's it's still doing nice. Hay is amazing. There's nothing wrong with that. So uh, oh, if, hey. you, if you have hay, not hay, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> The lunatics are taking over the asylum. <laughs> so uh, we'll put that soundbite in the thread as well, so you can listen to it again if you need to. And, uh, you know, give it a shot, man. We'll drop some seeds in there. I'll put the picture up tomorrow. We'll show what we're giving out. We'll show off what we're giving away for that. Good luck. No close No, no, no close to this time. I want what well, it is. Like, it, it, like Noob Crow wasn't close last time. <laughs> yeah, no, he was exact. Yeah, but like, yeah, I'm just just clarifying for people that think like, yes, this this could no, have been something. It sounds else. like a packet of Chris Rosslin. So we, he wants to know exactly what brand of Chris. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was right. Walker's Chris. Season onion flavor. And the, <laughs> I want the sell boy date on the back of the packet. I was too. going to say the batch number. <laughs> batch number. No, we have yeah, to be specific and, and packet, here, people. The oh. packet was cooked by Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's go to Q&A, man. If you've got any questions, uh, yeah. let's do this Q&A. So you got any questions for us today right there in the YouTube chat? Any Anybody? questions, man? Just I, fire I, I have a question from KennyBiz03. Or O3. Okay. He asks, how can I better manage the humidity spike when the lights go out? Extraction. Mm. Extraction. Because yeah. Yeah. it does happen sometimes. It's the temperature yeah, changes, I... that's the problem. The temperature fluctuation, when it suddenly gets colder, then it can make more condensation on the on the walls and shit. Ah. You, know? now, you see, I don't have that problem because mine stays at 27 degrees. Mm. all the time it doesn't yeah. change down it doesn't change up it just boom perfect one used to do that until i had to take the tent down and now it doesn't do that now it's <laughs> for the, the humidity spikes can i but, um, could i recommend a gadget for um kenny biz yeah man is ac infinity they're they're um t fucking t40 t t10 series are just epic they have humidity and temperature controls and all inside so you can set it so if it goes like up in humidity what it does is it ramps up your fan so and it keeps it at the perfect humidity it keeps it at the right temperature and they are quite difficult to get hold of in the uk and in ireland just in europe in general and um i have tried to buy them directly from them it was during the start of covid and i was probably quite a rate with them after about five emails i kind of call them all the kids um <laughs> probably not the best thing to do but we've got a, um a yeah no they are pretty good so if have a look have a look for um yeah for them. of course dehumidifier as well if you can put a dehum in the tent to run for a while while the uh, lights turn off just to balance it out that would do the job nicely as well i was going to say for like uk specific people a lot of people write those uh is it them ecotech fan mm-hmm. controllers they're good yeah because yeah. they've got a humidity sensor on them as well they kind of like mirror the the thing you're talking about gb but like a separate thing to add to a normal fan oh yeah, yeah okay 
But the thing so of, you can you can attach extract and intake and everything and your heaters and your your um, uh, humidifiers and your dehumidifiers and it just controls your whole growth. Ah, right? you see, you I have the ink bird, sir, Zian? It's 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 kind of a, 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 a an upgrade on the ink bird. The ink bird kind of does just the humidity or just the temp. Yeah. Um, this kind of does everything for you. It monitors the whole environment. And does it like it, adjust based on the humidity, like like GB was saying with the ramping up? Yes, it does. Oh. It just based on everything. Yeah, okay. so that's exactly humidity, what you want. Temperature are both. Now you see, there through. is a cheap way going around it as well that I've seen somebody do using with ink boards. And what yes. they've done is they have their normal extraction on, but they have um, with the humidity controller instead of it connected. Yeah, instead, no, it's not. Yeah. It's an extra motor, but it's connected to the actual tube. So, like, he has his his extractor, and in between, or just on the far side of of his exhaust pipe where it comes out, he has another extractor. Another one. Yeah. So yeah. that ramps up and it kind of doubles and it sucks. Now you have to be really careful as well because it could collapse your tent. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. So reinforce that bitch out. But um, yeah, yeah, no, that is, and it's a lot yeah. cheaper than um, going out down the AC Infinity route because you could buy a dink board for like fucking say, uh, I think it's thirty euro ish. Quid, yeah, 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 about thirty yeah. pound, and then you can buy a cheap ass fan. It doesn't have to be a big one. So, you know, get, get over know. to the forum if you start a thread. We can drop some links in there for you for these yes. actual products, so you can see what we're talking about. But they are good, yeah. good shit, man. They'll properly maintain the whole environment of your grow tent and keep it level the whole time. So they're, they're pretty good. But we had one from Terminator there. He wants us to discuss EC and PPM fluctuations. In what environment Anybody? now? Are we talking about deep water culture, or are we talking about cocoa? We're we talking about soil. I think he's talking about hydro. Okay. See, the way I like to think of it is like it's high concentration to low concentration. If there's a shitload of nutrients in the medium, then it's going to force its way into the plant. And if there's more nutrients in the plant than there is in the medium, it's going to leach out of the plant into the medium. And you've just got to find a nice consistent level. And then your EC shouldn't fluctuate too much. And you can do that by reading the runoff or the reservoir of your plants. You're going to put your feed in, measure your feed first, say it's 1.0 EC measure it with your ec meter and if you need a conversion chart chart there there's one over on Persis, and it will tell you what the conversion is between tds and ppm and ec so you measure the ec say it's 1.0 feed your plants and then measure the runoff after it comes out and if it's higher for example 1.2 it means that you're overfeeding the plants a little bit so just back off on the next feed to bring it down to like 0 0.9 and that should balance it out within a couple of days and keep the plant happy at a nice level and if it comes out lower, say you feed 1.0 and it comes out 0 0.8, you're not feeding the plant enough, give it a little bit more, say 1.1, 1.2 on the next feed. And you, you find that balance and the plant will get happy at a certain stage and then you just leave it at that EC for pretty much the whole grow. You don't increase it much. You just change what the plant's getting. Yeah. But if you just monitor the EC like that and the pH, of course, there's again, there's another good guide on purses about how EC and pH fluctuations work in hydro. That can explain it really well. Ali Ali J asks, um, does everyone run their fans twenty four seven or give some breaks from it? No, I would run I personally I run twenty four seven because if you if you turn your fan off, Ali, you are gonna get a humidity spike. Mm -hmm. And I mean a massive humidity spike. And that might that cause mold, man, yeah. and you don't want that. Yeah. And, and you also, really don't even more so dangerous than that is your plants don't stop smelling. 
So they're going to continue mm-hmm. to smell while your fan's doing nothing. Yeah. The only way yeah. you turn the fans off is if it was on timers with CO2 being pumped into the tent, if, if you have that technique going on. You always, want ref- you always want to refresh your air too, because plants obviously are using the carbon dioxide and mm-hmm. they're pretty efficient at it. So, I mean, most of the CO2 right around the plant leaves is, is where, where it gets depleted. So not only having a fan inside blowing the air that's in there around mm-hmm. it, you do need to refresh it eventually. So there's fresh, yeah. just like us, you know, if you stick us in a, in a closed room, we'll eventually run out of oxygen kind of thing. So right. same kind of deal. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The humidity is, is, is a huge one. Yeah. yeah. I had a power outage here the other day. Yeah. Fucking power outage, man. How'd that treat you? Uh, well, it was a short one. It was only about an hour and a half, but I went, uh, I went down there, I guess, I didn't know when the power was coming back on, obviously, but it was about 20 minutes before I came back in, and my my humidity was already up to about 75. percent bastard! You only had a fucking hour and a half. I had <laughs> no power for fucking nearly 20 hours in total over two days. Yeah. Invero in says there, why? What would you change? Why would you change? Yeah. Uh, well, with your extractor, you want it to change the air. I, th- I think it's once oh. every three minutes, 20 times an hour is the best rate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's a, again, there's a, a guide on purses. Just all, all, that's all down to what size ventilation you need for your grow space, and it will tell you how to calculate it and what what kind yeah. of extractor you should be getting. It's a good like, guide again. Go and have a look at that. It is again. We have great guides on purses. Mm, Everything that's asked, we we have an answer for it. Purses.com. If you don't know what that is, I'm sure you will do. And if you don't have to find the answer in the guide, ask it in the forum, and we'll give you one. What we have there. Try I was kind of. If a, a rough rule of thumb, if you have no ability to do any sort of calculations, um, I always go for about double the, the cubic feet per minute um, of your, whatever your tent volume is. So my tent in a four by four by six feet tall is roughly about, well, it's 96 cubic feet inside. And my fan is rated at 195 cubic feet per minute, um, ideally, obviously, at full power with no restriction to exhaust that. So I figure my tent's getting whole total refresh every like you know minute and a half to two minutes kind of Sweet. thing and, it's good. Yeah. but uh yeah. i don't know yeah what about good the filter sorry man we have to what? move on for the questions and answers now because we're already running out of time but if you have more questions just feel free to go pop into Percy start fred we'll get on it over there we're running out of time should we just answer them anyway fuck it we're not running out of time we've got time right we can do it <laughs> i can touch on the, <laughs> the arrows there yeah what about the filter let's do it Let's do it. Filter. Filters and bends. Make sure, get, make sure you get a filter that's yeah. bigger than the capacity of your fan. And they will, obviously, <laughs> if your fan's rated at 195, putting a filter on that will reduce that pretty severely. I'm not sure what the like exact Back pressure like, number would right. be. It knocks, but, it knocks about um, yeah. 30% or something out of it, isn't it? Sure. Mm. And then bends too. The, the, the more severe the bend, the more restricted the air is and the, the yeah. less efficient the fan's going to be. So. Yeah, do not take know that. Take yeah, for sure. They're straight lines, yeah. mate. Straight lines. Straight. They, they, and they short. Reduce noise as well. You got bends in there. You get turbulence and stuff yeah. because the, the air's got to change direction, and especially in that flexible ducting because it's it's not. No, it's corrugated on the inside. That that yeah, that explains why my fucking two pipes to be for because one goes straight up and it bends over and comes straight back down yeah, beside yeah. it, and the two of them kind of yeah. wobble. Uh-huh. I wondered yeah. why. Yeah, it's possible. It's always more straight, efficient. Straight ducting. 
Yeah. You get some galvanized ducting and run it in straight lines if you can. You, you That's the highest noise. efficiency rate. Smooth walls, straight line. Yeah. 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 Right. Then uh, we've got red eye there as well. Has anyone had to move grow midway? And if so, how did you go about it? Oh, that's right. He's got a, a move coming up. Uh, <laughs> Chopped it all down and threw it in the skip. He's <laughs> just got to stick it in the box. You've got to try and not fuck up the night cycle. That's the most important thing. When the, when it gets to dark, stick it in a box, seal it up. And a box is better because it sort of absorbs the moisture. If you put it in like bags around it or something, then it's going to trap the air and the humidity will rise up. Yeah. And that might and cause mold. Right, if you mold. use a box, yeah. then that paper wall might absorb some of the moisture rather than letting it get back on your plants. So, you know, seal it up with duct tape. That's the best you can do. You don't want the smoke getting out. Yeah. And then just transport it. Gonna you know, make sure the box is secured yeah. so it doesn't fall over. And you want to err on the side of darkness. If You, you can give the plant a little mm. extra darkness, but you don't want to give it extra light if it's in balloons. Yes. It, it can herm. So yeah. keep it in the dark as long as you have to, and then bring it back in a light cycle on schedule. Right. So if it has to miss a day of light, you're all right. But don't don't add extra anywhere else. That's it. Just try not to fuck up the light the light cycle. It's yeah. important, man. It's got a rhythm, especially in flower. Let it have let it have that yeah, rhythm. Yeah, it's only two weeks away from harvest. You know, I'd, I'd almost be tempted to chop that, but that's just me. Yeah, maybe. Check yeah. the trichomes, man. Oh, but, you know, th this is his first <laughs> grow, and I understand he wants to do it right. So, I I get it. There we go, everybody. Yeah, thanks for all the questions. It's been a good one this week. A lot of good questions there. Yeah, thanks very yeah. much. And we'll make sure that you line some up for next week as well. That was good. Bring, bring the questions. Yeah. Right. So uh, we yeah. should move on now to truth or spoof. Truth or spoof. Truth or spoof. Truth or spoof. It's getting more and more difficult every week to try and find something. <laughs> it's like, do, do I move away from cannabis now? Do I just do like science or something? I don't even know. I, I could just use normal. Do you know what would be good, actually? To use, like, news headlines uh, and change yeah. the news headlines mm. slightly and see Don't which give him any ideas here, GB. Whose side are you on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking... I'm losing this, so, like, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, you've been smoking the cannabis. You're giving him all the good ideas. You've been smoking the cannabis again while we're doing the show, GB. <sighs> GB. I, no, I'm yeah. sorry. I hold my head in shame. So unprofessional. <laughs> yeah, so... Right, so let's move on straight away because we're running out I mean, of time. Right, number one, holding in long, holding it in longer does not get you higher. Your lungs absorb photocannabinoids from marijuana instantaneously, so trying to hold it in makes to make the effect feel stronger is literally pointless. Is that true or false? Don't answer yet. Don't answer yet. True or false? Right, number two, cannabis makes you more creative. According to a recent study out of the Leiden University, I don't know how to pronounce that word properly. Maybe that was right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the improved creativity <laughs> that marijuana smokers experience is caused by a mix of certain cannabinoids, right? Is that true or false? People are more creative when they smoke weed because of a certain mix of cannabinoids. True or false? Number three. Uh -huh. Cannabis does not affect your long-term memory. There is no evidence to show cannabis has a detrimental impact on long-term memory, but your short-term memory may be affected, causing you to forget where you put your keys, lighter, phone. Right. Okay. Oh, what the fuck was uh, that noise last week? Okay. <laughs> or the week before. Or <laughs> yeah, the week before. Again, again, twice in a row. Right, so let's go back to this screen here. All right, let's have a look. What's everybody saying? One, two, or three, true or false, cheap, you want to go first? 
I will go first. I think you're trying to catch us out this week. No, try to catch you out every week. Because, yeah, no, but I think you're trying to catch us out as in because all of these are true. Huh? I have. <laughs> well, well, okay. If anything, I would say maybe two is false. But get them, all of them are, are true, in my opinion. I know I read not so long ago, after two seconds, when you inhale cannabis, after two seconds, all of the cabin, cannabis, all, all the good shit is already absorbed in. So you holding it in for like fucking 10 seconds or 15 seconds, that's absolutely making no difference to you. Um, two, I would reckon is true because I is very creative when I smoke my doobie. So, yeah. I'm saying two is three. Two is true, mm-hmm. and the same a three. Okay, so which um, one is the false one? I forget every. But that's the thing. I don't think any of them are false. I think all of them are true. Well, one of them has to be. You can't do that. He could do it. He could try. He could. I'm telling you what he's doing in a minute. I can't do that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll then I'll tell you what he's doing in a minute. I would say. <laughs> okay. Then I say. Free. I know. I I for, I left my phone in the fucking fridge the other day oh, and searched man. for like forty minutes. So uh, I know, would say cool. But it's too true. It's running out. Right, GB. Right, what yes, you got? One, two, three. I, I'm gonna say two. Okay, two, two. No, two. one, one, one is one. <laughs> no, one is one. Two, 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 two. Well, it's one of them three yeah, anyway. Number two. Number two. Okay. Number two. Number three for GB. Final answer. Number two for a final answer. <laughs> Okay then, yes. right. ZN said that he's got something to say, so he'll go last. Monkey, I'm sorry, I had a mute. I was laughing too hard. Different GB. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll go faster than that, though. Okay. okay. Uh, let's go with the with the middle one, more creative. Uh, yeah, I believe that's true. Uh, cannabis on long term memory. I think that that's that's not going to be true. So I'm going to go with the long term longer the held effect. That's false. Um, I don't know if you've ever huffed cannabis before, but I've done it, and yeah, you can get high as hell off of it if you huff it. Okay, so that's number one. Yeah, for you monkey. Yeah. Okay, T yeah. T G, you want to go next, mate? Okay, I just wanted to read number one because I think I keep fucking this up and okay, reading them backwards. But just hold on. Your lungs absorb phytocannabinoids from marijuana instantaneously. So, fuck, it's gone. <laughs> so trying to hold it in to make the effects right. feel stronger. Right. It's literally pointless. It was pointless. Um, that's true. Because, yeah, I, uh, yeah. So I'm going to have to go with, what was number three again now? It was number three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cannabis well, does not affect your long-term memory. Oh, long-term memory, right. So. Well, so ironically, yes, <laughs> it does definitely. That. Hold on, so TG, that. TG. That is true. Number two is false. Because okay, TG. Yeah, it doesn't fuck two. with your, I never forget my name, I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, that's, that's on a label. That's, you just look down. It's on that badge on your chest, mate. Mm. Yeah. DJ. Right. CN. <laughs> CN, it's down to you then. What, what have you got to say? Right. Oh. Number one. Uh, yeah. Go on, tell me what it was again. Oh, okay. Um, hold it in your lungs. Hold it in. Hold it in the smoke. Get you, it does not hold get you higher. Hold it in the smoke. That, yeah. Right. Okay. That, 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 that's... That's actually true. That that that's uh, what's it? In my head, it's it's a, de- a deprivation of oxygen that makes mm. the the high okay. a little bit more. So that's okay. true. Uh, number three, remind me. Number three, here we go. Uh, cannabis does not affect your long term memory. <laughs> yes. 
I'll agree with that one as well because I can remember stuff going back like to like long, long, long ago. My, my short-term memory might be a little bit affected, so I'm going to go with number two being the spoof. And the only reason it's going to be the spoof is because you've changed the details at the last end of it. So it's going number yeah, two again. Yeah, the cannabinoids bit was kind of got me too. Yeah, it's it the could cap- be the, it, it's the it cannabinoids. could be the terpenes instead. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of thought about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something else. That's but I'm that's, staying that's with my answer number one. So. Oh, I'm going to go with number two then, being the father. Uh, so we covered it. Oh, my, I thought my mic- microphone was muted then when I made that sign, but it wasn't. So, yeah, we'll start with number one. Yeah. Holding it in longer does not get you higher. This is true. Apparently, uh-huh. the cannabinoids are instantaneously absorbed by the lungs and put into the blood, really? bloodstream. Is, so. is that yeah. what's happening? Yeah. And CN's right as well. If you're holding your breath, that's what uh, oh, makes you feel higher because of the lack of oxygen. Sure. Apparently, mm-hmm. that was a lot. We used to do that in high school. Just just hold our breath yeah. to hyperventilate yeah. and we'd feel all we, fucked we used up. To do it as well. <laughs> we'd, 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 we'd stoop down and somebody yeah. would grip us from behind and we'd take loads of breaths and then they'd pick us up and we'd just pass <laughs> out. This is how you get high. Stupid things kids do. Do not do this at home, yeah. anybody. Don't, don't do it at home. Don't, don't. don't. Do that. Because this dude, we done this to a fella in school. We were in sixth class. And he, we used to do the same. You get down, you pop, and then yeah. when you stood up, they pressed on your chest when you held your That's breath. Anyway, yeah. and you pack it. This fella <laughs> fell forward and smashed every fucking tooth out of his face. <laughs> I've seen that one as well. Yeah, so, yeah no, not something to try at home. Right, okay, so number two, lads, number two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cannabis makes you more creative. According to a recent study, blah, 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 apparently, number two is... The spoof, yeah, the spoof, you bastards. It seems like that's kind of subjective, anyway. Yeah, it's I'm, like I'm a proper uh, creative. Did, fucker anyway. did I get it right this week? Do you know what? Um, actually, you went one, two, three, well, two, two, one, two, yeah. three, yeah, one, yeah, pick two, number two, two eventually. Pick number two eventually. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, cannabis does not make you more creative. You are creative anyway. Oh, that's you need true. to believe in yourself more. Oh, so smoking the cannabis makes ah. you believe yourself more. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I th- yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Not I was, I was leaning towards like I, I just, I thought that that was the least plausible, but I wasn't ruling out that that could, that could actually. Yeah, for be. sure. You know, maybe it's just yeah. because we feel more relaxed when we first smoke. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what. That's See, I have a boiled imagination, <laughs> and plus the fact I'm always stoned, I just put it down to that. It was the weed made me have a wild imagination. Yeah, no, I, just I think it probably it. just lets you focus. Yeah, yeah you're not cool. worried yeah. about fucking bullshit. You're just like, oh. Well done, Ali. Ali. Ali got it right there. Twisted also got it right. Yeah. Red eye. Unlucky, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. Cannabis does not affect your long-term memory. And No, apparently it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And I don't I think it does either. But and no, it does affect short-term, short-term memory. It's like, I might not be able to remember what I had for dinner yesterday, but I'll remember what choice. I had for dinner yesterday next week. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 you'll be wanting it again. <laughs> but, you know, bad short-term memory is not exclusive to weed smokers. Like, fuck. How many people do we know that don't smoke weed that are just, you know, like, they forget yeah. fucking everything. Yeah. Very true, you know, man. Al- very bad like, for alcohol memory loss. Right, so we've got to get on the stone of quotes. Here we go. Yeah, man, like I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man, where the cat talks. I want to, I got a thing to say, man. I was going to say it, but I forgot. <laughs> Sweet. TG, you got a quote from some guy. 
Um, God. Yeah. Some God. Well, I've, I've, I've heard it a bunch of times. I don't know. And then, like, maybe some memes and stuff. I, I probably am ripping it <laughs> off because I, again, short-term memory, right? We just discussed. But um, it's, it's good advice, I think. Um, it goes, not everyone who smokes weed is your friend. So, I don't know. Just good to keep in mind that not, not everybody that seems to be your friend might be your friend because we all know that, especially in the more illegal countries, you know, like at this point, it's still a, a business and there's a lot of people who just don't give a fuck. So, yeah. Um, Follow that's rule why number it's one. Important. Yes. Mm. Um, well, your that's own, true. So you don't have to deal with that shit, right? So, mm. it is very true because when somebody else says to you, oh, you smoke a weed? You're like, do you smoke weed? And when they say, yeah, you go, you tend to be a lot more friendlier with them, especially mm -hmm. if you smoke because it's one of your compadriots. But as you said, nowadays, man, I all this COVID be shit, you'd be like, yeah, you might, you're you not shitting on this. Where's your face yeah, mask, no. Karen? <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> share a split for anybody. If somebody asks me for a fucking hit off a split, yeah, I'll say, sure. no, here, yeah. hang on. And yeah. I take out my box Same because off. I always have about 15 or 20 with me. And I go, here you go, buddy. And they're like, are you sure? And I go, yeah. <laughs> and then they're, then they're yeah. unconscious and throwing up, sitting in the passenger seat of your van for yeah. an half an hour, causing you loads of grief. Sounds like and this you're one was a hit, twice. man. Yeah. <laughs> and you're smoking your second spliff looking at them going, going fucking, fucking lightweight. lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank go, you. Fuck. Go home, kids. <laughs> <laughs> right, so there we go, man. Here we go right to the outro. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah, it's been a good been show, a man. Laugh. I'm sure it's been a good laugh. Yeah, it has been fun. It has, it laugh. has. Lots of involvement from the chat as well, which is awesome. I like that shit. You know, it's all about oh, you guys. Oh, oh, I hear Popo. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Popo. It's not coming to your house, right? No, they're not getting over Oh, no, I thought I heard it on the thing. Ooh. I'll have a look. Hang on. Yeah, no, it's, it's scary then. Oof. Scary. Live on yeah. YouTube. GB gets yeah, laid out. My window is fucking closed, but or it is closed. That's just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and on and on that note, I shall say goodbye to you people. Yeah, man. Um, thanks for joining us, everybody. We're running off over the fields now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And thanks for joining us, everybody. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe, share with your friends, the friends you can, obviously share with. You know, it's good for stoners as well. It's not just for growers. We just have a good laugh, getting high, talking about what we like doing. Mm -hmm. So it's getting better every week, I feel. I think we're just getting into a nice flow and just doing our thing. We run a little bit over time this week, but we always start on time, Ali. That's right, always. <laughs> always fails. <laughs> 10 o'clock. Yeah. But we just lose the run of ourselves, and what can we do? We're having a good time <laughs> and we're having a laugh, you know? You know? That's yes, what it is. It's all good. So thanks for joining us on High and Hunger. Don't forget to sign up to Percy's if you haven't already. <laughs> and download the podcast when it comes out on Tuesday too. <laughs> Yeah, and listen remember to everybody again you and again, again. And homegrown. Yes, man. Yes. <laughs> so there we go. See you next week. See you next week, everybody. Good night. guys. Bye. Have a good one. Stay safe. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Hopefully, by now you've listened to all of the episodes in the past as well as this one. If not, then you can go to iTunes or Spotify. Deezer, Stitcher, even YouTube. You can go to any of those networks and you'll be able to watch the previous episodes that we've done in the past. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure that you share it with your friends, 
leave a like on the video, follow us or subscribe on all of the podcast networks. It just helps all with the the future progression of the show if we have more listeners and more subscribers. Also, if you can, we do have a Patreon page, so you can head over to patreon.com slash Percy's Grow Room. All we ask you to do is listen. That is plenty. We appreciate every single listener. But if you can do more by liking the video, sharing, and even going to the extent of becoming a Patreon, that will be massively appreciated. We'll see you again next week.